What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Morning Gore. We are ready for a Tuesday. Hold on. Woo-wee. Mm -mm. We got ready for a Tuesday. Y'all ready for a Tuesday? Y'all ready for this, man? Y'all ready for this? We ready for a Tuesday. And it's a slow Tuesday. Tuesday night. Wait a minute. That's the wrong one. Oh, yes, it's Tuesday. All right. Oh, hold on for a second. We didn't go live over there. Let me go live over on the Notorious channel. My bad. All right. The Notorious channel was like, what's going on over here, man? We got you going on. All right. I forgot to hit the live button over there on the Notorious channel. They like, man, you left us out. You left us out. All right. They didn't skedaddled over here. Shout out to you brothers over there. We, we got you. We got you. All right. I remembered. I supposed to press the live button over there so they don't screw me. But anyway, we back over on the Notorious channel. Anyway, what's going on, man? I appreciate y'all for being here. All right. We got a great show for you today. I, I literally, I literally got to do my intro. All right. Yeah. It's a Tuesday night Gordita. Indeed. All right, but anyway, you in here right now. Uh, again, I messed up my intro like four straight streams in a row. Maybe because I got sidetracked it with, because it's Tuesday night. Ada in the building. All right, let's do it over. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And of course, that's you. And that's For being you. in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you in here with the Bruce Wayne it is ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious one. New, 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 new AKA Mr. Coach Lini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Damas. And you are in the Desert Storm Bunker with none other than the whole effing show, the undebatable, the undebatable, the Black Moses. The man that's waking everybody up, so you're awake and aware. None other than Mr. EWF, Every Woman's Fantasy, and CGAC God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. Yes. All right, now that we got that out of the way to contribute to the day show, dollar sign the notorious CGA on the Cash App. All right, Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo. PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious new, 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 CGA new channel. The Tyrant is back with the best entertainment here on YouTube. So let's get into it. Let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. It is none other than Albert Wesker says the Brick Girl story is why hashtag believe all women is absurd. And he says, BWs destroy everything they touch, even femininity. Shout out to you on that one. We're going to give you an update on the Brick Girl. I know you guys have caught up with other content creators, but this is going to be my first opportunity to provide receipts as to why I did not believe the Brick Girl. I told you she's leaving something out, and she probably ran her lip. All right, and that's how you get hit with a brick. I'm just letting you know. I mean, I've never been hit by a brick, but I'm pretty sure if I ran my lip, I probably get hit by a brick. You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of stuff. But receipts have proven 
and will be shown as to why she probably got hit by a brick. I mean, it's not that hard to figure out. But, of course, she came on there virtue signaling, simp wolf whistling, selling wolf tickets. She came online leaving out key data, lying by omission as to why she got hit by a brick. And not only that, they dived deep into her social media and revealed exactly why she's the type of person that probably get hit by a brick. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, listen. I mean, listen, this is how you learn. Daniel McGee says the acceptance in moving on phase is the best Free yourself. Choose your life over a wife. He says had a blast at Indy watching Antron Brown and the dragster. Shout out to you and shout out to Antron Brown and that drag racing. All right. Did they do any mud bogging at all? All right. All right. Just drag racing. All right. It sounds like fun, too. And it sounds like it was a loud time. Mr. MC Hamster says. Hit that money line on the Florida State dub. A small portion of the winnings for tuition. Game recognized game. Bow down to the Kanga Kangs in the building, man. Congratulations on winning your money line on Florida State. SW is in here with their first time contribution, and that is always greatly appreciated. AC says, Coach, a buddy of mine told me he's no longer getting marital missionary he tried overcoming objections and she said so you gonna grape me oh we talked about that yesterday extensively about men in marriages and so she's cut off the sex picket and he said hey listen you're gonna give me that punani you're my wife and she says so you're gonna grape me man man uh bad proposition men are getting in there uh, we're gonna talk about toxic femininity all right toxic femininity is becoming toxic and um, that type of behavior is absolutely toxic to me. I mean, that's grounds for divorce. RP, D3, any advice on uh, for finding a wife in today's society? Yes, I do believe it is possible to find you a wife. Now, you do have to tell me how old you are, you know what I mean? Because I can't just I, just, I just don't know. You know what I mean? If you're a youngin, I will tell you, turn your life over to God. Find yourself a good church home and watch the girls grow up. You know what I mean? And get one, pick them right off the vine. <laughs> right? That's that's the best. Um, as you guys know, I don't believe finding a wife in the in the world is the way to go. All right. Uh, wives are not born, they're raised. All right. What women don't become wives overnight. And so a lot of us have wifed up 304s, women that we didn't know. We found them, you know, trying to diamond in the rough them. Nah, 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 nah. You ninjas need to grow up around your wives. You need to know your wives before they were even considered to be your wife. Ninjas need to be, they need to grow up. <laughs> you need to grow up around your wives. So I'm not a guy that's going to tell you to go find your girl, pick her up, you know, bump into her in the mall. That's just putting too much, too much into it where you're just making a, a risk. You ninja need to grow up with your wife. All right. Social circle. All right, people need to vet your wife along with you. All right, because, you know, listen, uh, this idea of vetting women, the reality is people vet women for you, right? For instance, the father vets your his daughter in preparation to make the daughter the wife for you, right? If this is what you're looking for. So your father is someone that helps you vet. The community is someone that helps you vet, right? Her friends are someone that helps her vet. And if she hangs around 304s, she's a 304, birds of a flight of a flock together. Like if her friends are schizoids and, and then she's like, but I'm the good one here. No, 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 no. Her friends 
validate who she is, right? Her social circle, the ninjas that she dated before you, right? I mean, these are the people that you need to be talking to. And they have all the background information, social circle, social circle. I mean, I've been telling y'all ninjas this for a minute. It's your social circle, right? That's how you're going to find your wife. Other than that, nope. Y'all ninjas, yeah. They ninjas want serendipity. Like you just going to bump into a good woman. Dude, I bumped it. Listen, again, I, when I talk about my ex, I'm not trying to belittle her. It, di it didn't work out. But I bumped into her. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was, a, I bumped into her. That's how, that's how we met. Serendipity type shit. Like, it, that's how it went down. Now, we did have a common social circle. And so that part was vetted. But see, here's the thing about it. Um, we had a common social circle. We, like, I knew people that she worked for and shit like that. Like, you know, and she couldn't hide who she was to an extent. But people change as well. So, you know, you never think that there's a perfect recipe for it. But I guess you would say I probably met her in my social circle. But I bumped into her in the social circle. All right. But people, valid, people vetted. People gave it a thumbs up. <laughs> right that's how it went all right anyway uh let's see here shout out to mr albert says let's get ready to rumble we ready man shout out to you <laughs> ladies love cool c says coach give the lsu and the clemson tigers the buzzer all right we're gonna have a now new top 25 and i'm assuming colorado should be in the top 25 all right so colorado they still got a long season to go uh, don't get too happy yet, but I love the fact that they came out and won that first game. That first game is critical, and they beat a top 25 team, so they should get some votes for top 25. LSU and Clemson, on the other hand, yeah. Vino says, footballer Anthony. I'm actually going to talk to him about him on my sports channel. Anthony's accusation is proof young athletes need a good team around them and to stay away from skeezers and be single. Um, it's going to get to the point. Um, that y'all, these athletes, even, oh man, listen, NFL, I need the Premier League, I need all of y'all to rally around CGA. Bring me in here. I got the solution for them. Bring me in. Let me at them. All right, my man Corey's over on the Cash App. Shout out to you over there on the Cash App. Let me see what's going on. All right, let me see what's going on here on the PayPal and the Venmo before we get into the show, because we're going to start off with a doom and gloom, and the doom and gloom is going to be lightly, but 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 I can't I can't forget that I got to do my Tuesday gordita. I got some great gorditas for y'all. I got some great gorditas for you, and I got me a thick sister. I got me a thick sister. We're going we gonna to do, is she thick or is she fat for this sister coming up? Because it is Tuesday, and I know Ninja's going to be starving, what do we got here? We have one, two, three. We got one, two over on PayPal. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it over with. Yeah, they need to invite me to the rookie events. No government name, but MF Jones says good morning, coach and the coach gang. Great morning stream yesterday and catching up to last night's stream. I just wanted to add to uh, from yesterday to you and the coach gang about the Kaylee, who a dark skinned sister, by the way, who told me let's play it by ear, who should list the phrases as. We should list that phrase as an immediate red flag. Let's play it by ear. Why? Because the phrase itself should be translated as well. Do things on my time or will do things on my time. And when I feel you could take me out, if the guys I really wanted to see flake on me, that's my take. 
and that'll help the young men save a lot of time and prevent stress. Stay blessed, everyone, and you too, coach. Yeah, never let people, uh, 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 a couple things here. I'm not a dating coach, but I do have all forms of background and relationships, right? I'm not the guy that says, don't date, and then I've never dated, and I've never had success with dating. And But I'm also not a guy that, that, that gives dating coach-type advice. However, in a personal relationship, you must give people options on when you're available. All right, let me just give you an example. Let me give you, let me give you, um, let me give you how you make yourself available to people. Um, if you say, let's get together, all right, you, ask, you invite a person. It doesn't matter if it's a client, a woman. You say, let's get together. And then they say, okay, when? And then you come back and say, whenever you're available, Ninja, you already lost. You already lost leverage. You've lost, your, you've lost control of your schedule. You've already demonstrated that you don't have value and you don't have shit else going on. Okay, now what I do, it doesn't matter what I do or if I'm trying to do set up a collab, I give them options and only give them two options. Always give them two options. Hey, let's get together. Okay, how's Wednesday or Thursday for lunch? <laughs> okay, there, now you've just pegged that I have other things going on. These are the only two times I'm available. Catch me now or miss me, bitch. This is how you negotiate. This is how you demonstrate that you have other shit going on. This is what you do. Now, if they pass on both of those, because those are the times you're available, if they pass on both of those, just say, well, let's see what I might have available in a few weeks. Okay, listen. Now, if they say, well, all right, I'll hear from you in a few weeks. They ain't interested, <laughs> right? They ain't interested, okay? But if they, most of the time, they'll come back. Okay, uh, let me check my schedule. You see, this is, this is how you do it. And I do work early in the morning, so I have to start around 7.30, all right? I have to start around 7.30, or I have to be back at my job. Like, I'll also pick... Pigeonhole, not pigeonhole, also book people in between something that I got to do again. So lunch is great. I got to go back to work. So this is not going to be a long out extended date. This is not going to be a first date where you're going to go to dinner. So I'm implying a lot by saying Wednesday, Thursday lunch. All right, Wednesday, Thursday lunch. I'm also not giving them prime time. I'm not giving you prime time. I'm not getting you Friday night, Saturday, Sunday at noon, Sunday for brunch. Why? I'm going to the Raiders game. So... Sometimes if you leave that open, they'll schedule something in the middle of what you want to do prime time. How about Friday night, 8 p.m.? Hell no. Mm. No. So it, it's, it's one of those things, man. But uh, uh, guys, guys aren't moving in abundance, and it shows. And so let's play it by ear. Well, I don't have time to play it by ear. All right, I really have to get a hold of my schedule. So these are the two days I have available, you know. All right, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. You can just say I go show up on Friday night and I don't even know you. Those are for the next, those are for the guarantees. Shout out to Jabari, Jabari says people don't change, habits do. Indeed. And we got uh TAW says good, he says got hired to take pictures at U of M's tailgate 
it was a flat back supreme in Ling Ling Heavy uh, Heaven. The Juco is definitely litty. Shout out to the University of Michigan. Actually, I know a young lady who just graduated from the University of Michigan. And yes, she was a flat back supreme. Um, interesting character, too. She was interesting. Um, cutie, too. Actually, she was one of my she was one of my fitness clients for a little bit. And um, I trained her just for a short amount of time. Interesting story. Um, but I digress, like Anthony Brian Logan says. All right, uh, let's get let's get to the show. How about we do this? And we're gonna start off with a little bit of doom and gloom. I got oh no 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 wait 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 sorry 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 sorry. It is Tuesday night. Gordita Tuesday night Gordita. Let's show you what's going on here, and uh, we got some gorditas for you. Let's celebrate our Tuesday, man. We made it. And listen. Some people are going to be like, hey, man, why don't you show some fine Latinas, some fine ones like the ones you got? Those aren't gorditas. Those are just fine-ass Latinas. We showing you Tuesday, slow Tuesday gorditas. Mm, I can see already. I can smell it in the air. I can smell it in the air. Let's see what happens. This is me when I see gorditas. Uh, here it is. Oh, yeah. Ooh, look at that one. I like her. Oh, okay. She could cook good. Uh-oh, this me pulling up. This me pulling up. Get him. Get him. It's Tuesday. Let's get them Gordita. Let's get a girl. Get him. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Oh, don't ruin it. The party pooper showed up. Go get him. Get him. Get him. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, that's how I be on Tuesday. Hello, when Tuesday night come in. This is me. Hey. I can smell the funk of 40,000 years a mile away. We got some good ones, too. Let's go back. Let's, let's go back. All right, let's go back and see what our qualities are here. Okay, this one right here. All right, she's some, she old, all right, so but I'll take her. When all you want to do uh, is this one right here, though. Hello. Come on, bring it over here. What we got? Man, this one, mm, I can smell her from here. I can smell her from here. But your girl won't let you. Yeah, this is a good one right there. She look like Selena Gomez. All right, this one right here. Oh, this one right here in the in the dress with the with the yellow polka dots. She could cook. She could cook. <laughs> oh, this one right here. Oh man, that's wifey right here. Look at her right here. Take a take a look right there. Oh boy, she gonna be loyal. She'll stab you too. She'll stab you. All right, well, but when I see him, this how I pull up. He said Gordita Supreme. All right, but yeah. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Get him. This is how I pull up, too. When I see him. Oh, look at the beat. Oh, hell. She trying to ruin. Let me get in there. Let me at him. Let me at him. <laughs> That's how I pull up. Yeah, man. Shout out to this ninja out there. He winning. He was winning, man. But look. Look at the woman over trying to drag him away. She ain't cooked no tapatillos. She ain't cooked no churros. She didn't make no bottles of Modelo. No Four Locos or nothing. All right? She didn't make nothing, nothing. All right? He could have found him a wifey in there. <laughs> he could have found him a wifey in there, but he got to go back to Memphis with this piece of truck garbage here. Anyway. <laughs> All right? Listen. She killed this whole vibe, man. Damn. All right? That's how it would have been, man. All right? Anyway. <laughs> Um, 
We got another one here. We got you another one for a slow Tuesday. Here we go right here. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Look at this one right here. Let's pop her up on the screen. Hello. Woo wee. Lord have mercy. Look at that one right there. Look at that little piglet. Goodness. She four foot nine. 165, 165 pounds, maybe 140. I know it don't sound like much. She like 140. She bigger than that. No, nah, she only five foot tall. But she done packed it in. That's that's a lot of weight on the person right there. But let's see what's going on here. Oh, yeah. Day slow Tuesday. Where we at? Where we at? Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> right. Oink, oink. All right. What do we got here? Uh Oh, she feeling. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know that's not what I. Niggas always gotta show they I knew it. I knew it. And he grabbing onto that Fupa print too. Look, he in love with it. Oh, look at. Wait a minute. Oh, she can't wait to rush to put it on the internet too. Carter, wait a minute. It's always a ninja that's gonna be. Wait a minute. Yeah, that brother's starving. Wait a minute. It's always a ninja. Wait, you go, bruh, what are we doing, man? What are we? Niggas always gotta show they you wife in that fam? Oh, man. It's a, always a ninja, ain't it? It's always a ninja, that ninja. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> oh, man. He like it too, boy. He's showing it love. And guess what? She caught him. She caught it on accident. And she had to rush to put that shit on the internet. Look, she caught it, and he like, oh, look, 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 look. He grabbing on to that. He shit. Yeah, he's yeah, that brother's starving. Ninjas, I told you, man. Ninjas, you will not escape this. You will not escape the wrath of ninjas like your fat chicks. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> and take a look at this guy. He's tall. He's handsome. He got his hairline. He dressed well. This, this what you doing out here? Oh my lord! Listen, to that man. Everybody deserves somebody. Everybody deserves. <laughs> Ninjas never underestimate the power of a ninja to get him a big, big. Hold on for a second. Oh, by the way, it, it don't matter if they black, Latina, Asian, uh, white. It don't matter. <laughs> it just gonna get it. Oh man, this brother right here. And there it is. And look, she can't wait. Look at her. She happy. She was like, "Oh, this is perfect." She couldn't wait to rush to the internet and put this on. She. <laughs> <laughs> somebody said that's a latino dude oh me no black poppy me no black me no black that's latino that's a latino no nah, no nah, that's a ninja right there hold up for a second let me see that's a ninja no nah, that's a dominican poppy all right he looking for that green card that's a dominican poppy all right here we go <laughs> Ninjas trying to disassociate. I thought, I thought Dominicans were black. Now all of a sudden they not black. Me no black, Poppy. That's a Puerto Rican. All right. And look, he's slapping that thing. He like. All right. Yeah, man. You know it's a ninja. That's a ninja, man. Come on, man. Come on, fellas. Her credit must be A+. Plus. And look, she ran right to the internet. She was like, oh, that was so perfect. That was so perfect. Yes, man, goodness, my goodness. She could not wait to get on the internet. <laughs> Savvy Sosa looking ninja. All right, somebody said he ain't black. Look how fast. 
Look how fast y'all disassociating from black folk. That's sad. Because y'all be the first one. You know Puerto Ricans are half black. You know Dominicans are black. You know them Cubans are black. Soon as you see one that look like it, no. He no black poppy. <laughs> Speaking of, let's go for the black black brothers here. Y'all ready, brothers? Black brothers. I got one for you. Y'all ready for this? I got one for you. Um, please confirm. I'm going to turn the volume down. Please confirm, gentlemen. Uh, it's Tuesday. Let me know what you like, because I be showing you flatbacks all the time. So I was like, I got to do one for the brothers. Is she thick or fat? Let's go ahead and roll the film. Uh, take a look. Country. Boy, oh, my. Oh, my God. That cannot be real. What in the hell? Oh, my Lord. You brothers in the Birmingham, Alabama, stand up. Atlanta, Georgia, Memphis, Tennessee, Tupelo, Mississippi, Jackson. All right. Yo, what in the holy my good? I can't. I don't got nothing for that. I got nothing. I got nothing. Um, Is she? What are we doing, man? <laughs> holy moly, 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 my goodness. That is something else. I, I don't care. I can't do nothing with this. I'm telling you, man. I, there's nothing I could do. There's no, I mean, I'll try. I'll try. Is she thick or fat? This is what we want to know right here. This is got Now, oddly enough, like, her, her proportions are way off. Now, if her butt wasn't as big, she'd probably look even worse. So the big butt helps throw off the rest of her booty dude. Right, her booty dude, but she's not really obese. I mean, in the sense that she's not functional. She's walking pretty normal. Oh man, this is un. What the hell, it, dude? Is that her Photoshop? Holy mackerel! Mm. All right, man. I'm gonna tell you right there. Just all the humanity, man. All the humanity. Oh, all the humanity. That's too much. All the humanity. <laughs> Jesus, look. Oh, the humanity. When, when I lived in Louisiana, when I lived in Louisiana, yeah, that's how they be. I can't do nothing with that. <laughs> Goodness. That's interesting. But a lot of, hey, the comment section was litty on her. By the way, this got more than 5 million views. All right. Just so you know, this was in the 5 million view category. All right. And uh, the, look, 11,000 comments. And most of them, even from women, they were on it. They were on it. Not many negative comments on that one. All right. Mostly women. A lot of black men, obviously. A lot of black men. Oh, my God, girl, this is what I'm talking about. Can we be friends? Please, please. They in there simping. Uh, not, not exactly what I would go for. <laughs> All right. I would die. Try. I, I mean, I, listen, I'm up for a try. But listen. That's not what I'm aiming for. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> but it's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> it would be, you need some heavy, you need some heavy equipment. You need some heavy equipment to be messing with that. I don't know if y'all ninjas could reach. All right. I don't know. And if you drive in a car, you might have got into an uh, accident on that one. But, um, my goodness, he no black poppy. <laughs> By the way, her she's not very attractive. I mean, in the face, she's not bad, but yeah, that that's not what I'm. I'm I'm not with none of that. But let's get into some doom and gloom real quick.
Doom and Gloom, CGA back in here, and uh, let's get up our little intro. We got some news to report. This is our news segment, Doom and Gloom, CGA, and we catch up with what's going on out here. Um, apparently, the first lady, Jill Biden, has come down with COVID. Wow, the timing is amazing. Jill Biden has come down new, 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 and new, tested new positive for COVID. Man, 14 months away from the election. And it looks like the usual suspects are showing back up. I don't think she's going to die or anything, but we'll see. I don't know how they are doing it these days. Listen. But I'm going to just let you know. New, 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 new world. The timing is interesting. <laughs> this one here. Of course, President Joe Biden tests negative, And that's because he's traveling to India and shit like that. So he can't be traveling, taking around the COVID or the COOF. So, you know, Joe Biden could stay at home and. And uh, what do they used to call it? You can quarantine. All right, but Joe Biden's got some work to do. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> All right, here we go, man. I mean, the only thing, listen, uh, this is isolated, so I would look to see if the other things would be around, like, you know, Black Lives Matter. I mean, I would see, like, this combined with Black Lives Matter would actually make things feel like the usual suspects. But, oh, no. Black Lives Matter is back as two. They're back. All right. The yeah. Goddard. Black Lives Matter is back. Unfortunately, the usual suspects are here again. Yeah. I'm going to just let you know. New, 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 new world maybe order. this is a quinky dink. <laughs> maybe this is all just an interesting coincidence. You think? I don't know. Let's take a look. All right. Let's take a look. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. BLM is back, I think. Oh, boy. Well. I think this is just a coinky deal. New, 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 new world order. I mean, you know, listen, just because Jill Biden comes down with COVID, Black Lives Matter takes the street in Columbus, Ohio, doesn't mean, doesn't mean all of the usual suspects are here, um, except that Dr. Fauci is back. New, 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 new world order. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, so we got a black person killed, as I thought. We have COVID back. Black Lives Matter marching, and Dr. Fauci is back. Oh, boy, this should be interesting. New, 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 new world <laughs> I told you what's coming. And it's here. Uh, ring the bell. Fauci concerned people won't comply if masking requirements and recommendations return i hope they abide oh ring the bell ninja ring oh my god i hate to be all doom and gloomy but the timing of this is very suspicious if you will i'm just letting you know new 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 world order. oh my goodness uh buckle your seatbelt buckle, buckle your seatbelt 
it's going to be an interesting year. <laughs> it's going to be a very interesting year. Well, if that's not enough, check this out right here uh, on the new, screen. New, 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 new world order. Kill John Un will travel to Russia to meet Putin and discuss a new weapons deal. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The world. All right, where's Tevin Campbell when you need him? All right, the world, man. <laughs> what are we doing, man? This is getting a little bit suspicious at this point. Oh, the humanity. Yeah. Uh, seeing these two people shake hands will make you wet your pants, right? This is definitely the time to send it. We need somebody to send something. A little bit of doom and gloom, ready to go, man. Hey, listen, Taiwan, hold your head, hold your horses, man. Oh, boy. Speaking of doom and gloom here, uh, what's going on with the workforce in Atlanta? Apparently, there's going to be a union of Dunkin' Donut workers on strike. Dunkin' Donut workers on strike. Let's take a look at what's going on here. Strike today because we're not being treated fairly. We got $9.50 an hour. I only make $10 an hour. I don't receive any promotion or raise for my hard work. We don't get any bonuses for events like Dragon Con. So we presented a demand letter to fight for equal pay. I worked in Dragon Con last year for only $10 an hour. We're demanding more money, more hours. We demand respect. We demand benefits. We demand vacation pay. We demand to live. We have formed a union at Dunkin' Donuts because we work hard and we deserve to make a livable wage. We will not stand by and be treated like this. Who are we? And what do we do? And what do we do? Let's go. New, 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 new world order. Well, I'm noticing... I'm noticing a lot of commonality here. I hate to call it out. But making a livable wage at Dunkin' Donuts, I hate to be Captain Obvious. It was not the intended purpose. Like, this is not a skill that is going to pay the bills. <laughs> like, um, in fact, if they raise the wages of the workers, you know they're just going to replace you with AI computers and hire less workers. Not only that, they're going to pass the cost on the consumer to the consumer, and we're going to pay more for donuts and coffee. I mean, this is too obvious. But these mouth breathers and knuckle draggers are pushing the line to poverty even faster with this mindset. I mean, Dunkin' Donuts and the like is a stepping stone job. Matter of fact, this is what teenagers should be doing. But teenagers, they don't want to do. This is just too obvious for me to pick at. But you guys, instead of wasting time marching and organizing, should probably go get another job. Like, come on. This is just ridiculous. This is absolutely crazy. Like, like, come on. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. You're not supposed to make livable wages at Dunkin' Donuts or whatever tragic con you were talking about. But this is just too obvious. But the low-frequency ninjas, the low-frequency ninjas, they going to be on it. Matter of fact, if you wanted to, I'm sure they have a job over here. Let's go ahead and roll the film. How about this job? Uh, how about you unionize to make this job a livable wage? In fact, I'm guaranteeing you 
these guys make six figures, but I don't see you working this job, all right? Um, and there's some, probably some Mexicans down below this. But what are we doing? Here we go right here. All right, these. what about this job? How about you go to Midland, Texas and Odessa and go put your application in for this? No, you want to pass out donuts and coffee and make a livable wage. Probably not going to happen anytime soon. All right. All right. Here's a job for you. All right. Here's a job. Hey, listen, if you're struggling, go go to this job. No, no, they don't want to do it right here. <laughs> Dragon Con, was it? Tragic Con. All right. But here you go right here. Uh, UPS is hiring too. All right. Listen, but you need a skill for that. And you probably need to get your labor on. And uh, look, organizing for Dunkin' Donuts is not it, man. Listen, if you're doing this, you're actually trying to do some shit. You're trying to get over to do some lazy ass shit. Here we go. By the way, I would have lost the arm already. I would have lost the arm. <laughs> Listen, doing this job right here. And I'm too old to do this job. Let's take a look at the difference here. Let's take a look at the difference. Here you go right here. All right. Wait a minute. Here you go right here. Take a look at the guys here. They got fresh haircuts. All right. Clothes all clean. Uh, shoving donuts down people's face. Take a look at these people. They got their perm do. All right, look at these guys. We need livable wages so we can work at Tragic Con. Take a look at the difference. Now let's go over to the other guys. Take a look at the difference. Here you go. Here you go. So again, some people just, they don't want to work. They don't want to work. They want to take it and sit at jobs and think they're going to make a livable wage. That's not how it works. To a DK to sit, to put people's decaf coffee in their cup all late and shit and get my order wrong. Or look at what people are doing also for work. Take a look at the difference. Take a look at the difference. Oh, man. We're living in the horrible world. And this guy's going to sum it up, too. Just so you know. Just so you know. This guy's going to sum it up, too. His name is Doughboy. I don't know who he is. I'm assuming he's going to be a rapper. And he says, nobody wants to work anymore in 2023, even if they have no money, including women. Yes. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Let's listen to what Doughboy had to say. Hey, society so fucked up right now. Instagram got your niggas heads fucked up so bad. I know a nigga right now with zero dollars in his pocket and won't get a job because it's corny. <laughs> this crazy. Nigga don't want to get a job. He'd rather have zero dollars in his pocket consecutive days too like this is not just like a a a bad day like this is how to be living his life and won't get a job because it's corny yeah hey, society so fucked up right now instagram got your niggas heads fucked up so bad i know a nigga right now with zero dollars in his pocket and won't get a job because it's corny yeah and he ain't lying man i mean i'm seeing people ju they just trying to steal kill rob they try to do everything but go go to work now, the, here's the thing. A lot of guys don't want to go to work and girls. A lot of young men and women don't want to go to work because shit, man. You get your paycheck and you work 28 hours, your paycheck looking fucked up. All right. It's, it's a bad thing. But over time, if you do this, this will help you 5, 10, 15 years down the road. Right. You're getting skills. You're learning to market yourself. You're understanding that, hey. I, I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to do this for a long time. So while you're at that job, you're going, hey, man, Dunkin' Donuts ain't going to cut it. All right. I need to, in the next couple of years, position myself to get out of Dunkin' Donuts. 
All right. And then as you elevate up or develop skills, build your resume, then all of a sudden you'll find that um, the, those jobs that you do that you hate doing will motivate you to do better. But that's a long term plan. People ain't patient. People ain't patient at now. They're not patient at all. They're not willing to do that work. I, I started my first job was in a warehouse. I worked in a warehouse. It was a part time gig. My mother had a hookup. She knew this guy that had a printing company. And he had a warehouse that was 24 hours. It was 24 hours. So between basketball and track season um, and all of that, I would work at the warehouse. And my my um, my um, arrangement was I can come to work whenever I wanted to. So and it was across the street from my house. It was like across the street and down uh, down around the corner so I could walk to it. So it was super convenient for me. But that was my first job. I would load pallets. I would uh, shrink wrap printing. I would, um, you know, pack boxes and uh, the Latino brothers would give me hell. All right. That was my first damn job. Now, looking back, that job was near 30 years ago, over 30 years ago, like 31 years ago. Looking back, I'm glad I did that job. All right. Because I'm not doing that job today, obviously. But that job built character. It killed, it built character for me and it made me realize that, okay, there's people down here, they're doing labor. This, some people had families doing this and I saw them, they were like 30, 40, and that was their main job. And I would go, Hey, I ain't going to be 30 and 40 doing that job. Now they would give me hell because it wasn't full time. They worked full time around the clock all night, packing boxes and printing and shit. But I would just come in for a couple hours and leave. And so my nickname was no trabajo. Yeah. My nickname was No Trabajo and Pinchy Mayate. Mayate. All right. Look at this Pinchy Mayate. All right. No Trabajo. They talk about me looking at me like this, talking in Spanish. Oh, look at this. It's a Pinchy Mayate. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. No Trabajo. Oh, my goodness. Hey, what's up? Que onda? <laughs> All right. I'm like, I know you talking about me. All right. <laughs> anyway, I know you talking about me. I'm in, I'm, I had to go home and wait to go in the dictionary. My yate. <laughs> right. mm. All right. Oh, my goodness, man. No trabajo. Look at this. Uh, no trabajo. Look at this. Hey, what's going on? Back in the day. <laughs> yeah, they hated me because I would. Uh, they look at this. Cara de pedo. Look at the Cara de pedo. They call me Cara de pedo. They used to be calling me mad names. And I'm like, Cara de Pedro. Cara de Pedro. Cara de Pedro. <laughs> and I realized I probably need to not work with these people for a long time. <laughs> right? So anyway, uh, but they were cool with me. They would play music and dance and all of that stuff. Uh, I think Cara de Pedro was face of a dog. Dog face or face of a dog. So, uh, yeah, dog face, all right, or face of a dog or a lazy dog or something like that. So they call me, uh, they used to call me all kind of crazy shit. So, but it wasn't all, it wasn't like that the entire time. They were cool sometimes and all of that, but they just didn't like that I could come and go. They could, they couldn't do it. And so I would show up, it'd be like eight o'clock. I'd be like, let me go to work. I would go over there, work till like 1030, go back home, wake up and go to school the next day. Right. And my checks weren't that big. I think I was getting paid five dollars an hour. 
$5 an hour. I think I made like $5 an hour. And then in the summer, I would work longer hours. I would wake up in the morning, work some hours, work like five or six hours, and then go home. All right, but, you know, it, it built character. But a lot of people ain't willing. <laughs> a lot of people ain't willing to put in the work like that. All right? But, yeah, my that's what it is. Hey, no trabajo. No trabajo. All right? And then the food truck would come in. The catering truck come in. They'd be like, catering truck. <laughs> yeah, they thought I had black privilege because I was I was in lived in a suburban community. I lived in Westlake Village, California. Shout out to everybody in Westlake Village. They thought I was just a spoiled rich kid, but I made five dollars an hour working that job. Five dollars, and that was above minimum wage. That was slightly above minimum wage, and um, so everybody around there probably was making that much money. Crazy. Anyway, ninjas don't want to work. Not just ninjas. We're talking about people, women, people of all colors and stuff. We got some more doom and gloom. All right. We got some more doom and gloom. Check this out, guys. Check out where we're going. Send it, man. Send the media. All right. Um, and minimum wage was like $4.30 back then. This is 30 years ago. All right. 30 years ago, minimum wage was below $5. Like the guy only hooked me up for $5, right? Because... We, he, we, we knew each other's family. But uh, minimum wage, I think, was like $4 and something. All right, but anyway, five. Do, I started my first job, $5 an hour. All right, so I don't want to hear shit. <laughs> All right, I don't want to hear shit out here. All right, uh, look, we can't pay. We can't pay. A growing wave of student loan borrowers are likely to refuse to resume payment in October. New study finds. Hear why many of the are on the brink of a boycott. Take, take a look. Take a look. Right here. This is y'all squad, fam. This is y'all squad. When you realize who's on your team, we got a ninja, we got a couple of BWs, and some liberal white women. Mm. All right. And a bunch of a bunch of no good ass ninjas in the back. Yo, man. Y'all ninjas, man. We we done. We through. We through. We through out here. All right, these people ain't want to take no responsibility. Took all the money, went to spring break, fornicated. All right, got your useless ass degree out here saying you don't want to pay your money. And the real beneficiary of this student loan debt is going to be one of these white women right here. These are going to be the true beneficiaries of the canceling of student loan debt. Uh, the Latina chick over here, these people right here, they ain't going to benefit you. All right, so these two right here are going to be the real beneficiaries of this type of programming. But as you guys know, and I reported last week, um, on the first, when rent was due, also student loan interest started to reaccrue, if you will, on your debt. So your debts right now, if you did not pay them off during the three years that there was a pause, if you did not pay them off, which you should have, Ninja, you're going to be regretting it because that debt is kicking in right now. You're going to owe more than the original loan at the end of this shit. And you're lucky they didn't retroactively add on debt, which they were trying to do. So watch out. Watch out. This is what we got going on. It's coming around the corner. And uh, if you didn't know, Wall Street is packaging student loan debts based on your likeliness to repay them. They're packaging them up similar to how they packaged up subprime mortgages. All right, let's give you a little bit of this detail in the doom and gloom. This is going to set our country into a downward shame spiral of epic proportions. Remember, uh, uh, economic collapse of epic proportion is due. Let's go ahead and play the video. 
Student loans are a big business. Fair use. The U.S. has amassed over $1.7 trillion in outstanding student debt. Until recently, it was the largest non-housing debt for more than a decade. The first time it broke $1 trillion was back in 2012. And that's when it caught all the media attention. Um, just so you know, the two things that the U.S. company, uh, the United States produces, the two money makers for the United States are education and housing. All right, education and housing. These are the two big money makers. So the idea that they will cancel student debt is retarded. I mean, they're, why would they do that? They're cutting off their nose. They would cut off their biggest revenue earner. I know people are like, nah, 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 not technically. Well, the United States doesn't produce anything. I mean, well, in essence, like much of their money comes from taxation of the citizen. And then also repayment of debt, right? Repaying debts. That's their biggest earners. Like, and the banks earn a shit ton of money from this, especially from housing and auto loans, because many times they can sell the same tangible thing multiple times, especially when people default. Okay. So when people default, they can resell the same house. They don't have to make any adjustments to it or much. And many times, depending on where these uh, houses are, they can almost guarantee they're going to resell the house two or three times after a person defaults. Now, you go into debt. Now, the student loan cannot be resold again, but they're expecting you to pay it off because there's money in it. And that's easy money. Let's go ahead and play the video here. We've seen a big growth in the cost of education over the past 10 or 20 years, and this has really showed up in the student loans outstanding. But while more than 43 million Americans are currently holding student debt, many are unaware of what exactly happens with their loans. I think it would be pretty difficult for the average American to try to track where their loan actually resides. There exists a market where billions of dollars worth of student loans are packaged and sold as assets known as slabs to some of the biggest investors in America. I would say that most average Americans are not aware of student loan securitizations. Nope. These securities are very, I would say, not transparent and it's hard to understanding by average investor. So what exactly are slabs? And how does it help Wall Street profit from student loans? There you go. So Wall Street profit. I know, man. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know people were identifying other things, but the things, the thing about those things is that those things need to be manufactured, right? Weapons, sometimes any farm, agriculture, those things need to be created and manufactured many times. And of course, housing also requires some manufacturing, but student loan debt requires no manufacturing. You just sign on the line. That's it. And all you need to produce is a campus for them to go to college. This is the easiest come up for the United States. The easiest come up, right? There's nothing to create. All you do is create the opportunity. You open the door and you get somebody to sign on the dotted line. Weapons, you got to produce. Aggie, you got to produce. Cotton, wheat, farm, whatever it is, you got to produce that. And thus, that, that type of commodity is always elevated up and down, okay, based on the need, based on how much trade. You got to transport the damn wheat and, and oranges. And you got you to transport commodities. And you got to have other, um, other countries agree to trade with you. Student loan debt, there's none of that. You just get somebody signed on the line. It's a wrap. Easy money maker. Easy money maker. 
All right, so here's what we're talking about. It's that, that's why I say it's the number one thing that the United States has. So anyway, moneymaker. And of course, they're trading it on Wall Street. And uh, by the way, they did the same thing for subprime mortgages as well. Um, and that's what doomed uh, the housing market in 2007 and 2008. This trading of these securities. Um, if you've ever had a student loan, all right, um, if you ever have a student loan, you will realize that that loan has probably been sold to different companies over time. Like you might every two or three years get a notice that your student loan is over here. Your student loan is over here. All right. And so as it's being sold, it's being sold to companies that purchase it based on your credit rating, your likeness to repay and so forth and so on. And some people go, okay, this person is more likely to repay. They'll package it up in mortgage backed securities or they're calling it slabs. And now slabs, student loan backed securities, and they're trading this on the market and they're making money. Boy, this shit is crazy, brother. Ring the bell on y'all, man. Ring the bell. Do you realize what this is going to put the average in American? And most people don't know this is happening. So do you realize what this is going to put, how this is going to put people in a, in a bind? They're going to be on a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. Oh, by the way, your interest, your interest is accruing. <laughs> your interest is accruing right now. That's doom and gloom. Hey, protect yourself. Get yourself financially literate as much as possible. And understand, if the banks are involved, you better protect your neck. All right, look, man, that's doom and gloom for the day. Let's get it. All right, let's get into some super chats. All right, let's get into some super chats. What do we have here? What are we at here? All right, shout out to Derek Eaton says, fat, no collarbone. All right, so um, he was talking about the sister. If you don't have collarbone, you're fat. <laughs> All right, uh, wow. Face Facts says, remember when slavery ended, there were a lot of people who didn't want to leave the plantation. I'm sure those people had children, BLM maybe. Yeah, indeed. And you can understand why uh, a slave wouldn't want to leave the plantation because it's scary out there, right? Same reason they didn't escape. All right, they essentially just released them with no education, no infrastructure, um, no ability to earn money. Some slaves left with skill. I think uh, there was a politician that recently tried to make that point, and they roasted his ass, right? But there were skills that some people left with and skills that they passed on to their family, although very tough conversation for the emotional to have. But, yeah, I can understand. Um, it's kind of like, you know, you know, if you release your kid out into the wild, they're like, okay, what do I do now? But, yeah, yeah, man. It's a, it's a tough one. Uh, you can see the people that don't have any understanding of what skills are. And so they depend on corporations. All right. And corporations can hire monkeys to do the job. They hire monkeys to do these jobs. Not, not saying that, but let me not clear it up. Let me just give you the straight laced. No filter. They hire essentially nobodies to do this job, train them to do menial tasks. And then these people sit and squat at these jobs as if these people are going to take care of them. It's a plantation mindset. It's a plantation mindset. It's ignorant, all right? I don't know why you would do that. think you're going to work at Dunkin' Donuts long enough to be get a union. It's actually crazy. Uh, but shout out to you. Kettle Black says, CGA's doom and gloom at Tragic Con 2024. Tickets on sale now. RPD3, when people say RP is an incel space, how do you object? Well, you could just say that, um, you know, those are one of the things that they'll use to disqualify it. 
Um, unfortunately, those people aren't trying to listen. And you could just basically, here's the thing, man. A lot of people will try to respond and think they have to respond to all conversations. At that point, I would accept it. Okay, yep, I'm an incel. All right, now what? Now that we do with the information, all right, you don't have to respond to it by trying to prove otherwise. We know that that's not true, okay? Overwhelmingly, we have a lot of married men in this space. We have a lot of men that are uh, worth their salt. Similar things have been said about passport bros and uh, passport bros or anything but incels. They're anything but men that can't make it in America. What they're finding is the people that are maybe the most visible might be men that they don't qualify and say, well, we don't care about them. But but once you go and find and go to places where the passport bros are, they're anything but incels. A lot of successful men. Um, there was a, a woman, a sister that went to Columbia, and she said, uh, ladies, these are successful, good-looking men that have great careers. They're out here in the Columbia. Okay. In fact, I, one thing that I want to actually run remind you of most incels don't associate with red pill this is my opinion i can't prove it but you would find that incels are most of the time outside of red pill space right they're kind of counter they kind of counter uh red pill talking points and you'll see it they'll be mostly trying to dissect red pill talking points that's that's just my opinion okay um They'll mostly be like super duper on the, they'll be over on some other side. Uh, I don't think they might think we're tough enough on things. So, but that's my opinion. And to, here's one more thing. I don't know much about incels. I don't know much about them. I think I've also, the last type of incel person I ever watched, and I always reference this, I thought he was hilarious. So I can't remember his name. Oh, I'll move my hat. So I can't remember his name, but this was years ago, like 2015, 2016. It was a black guy sitting in the car, and he used to wear different baseball teams' hats, right? And the hat would have the bill like this, you know what I mean, like flat like this. So it would be like an oversized hat, but he looked like a small dot guy like me. He looked like a small guy, right? And um, he, I think he wore uh, glasses too. And he used to make car videos, of course. And he didn't look like he couldn't get a girl. It just looked like he was probably, you know, in some rage. Right? So I remember watching him and he would be talking about he couldn't get a relationship. He couldn't get a girl and women don't want to date him. It sounded more like an incel. Now, he he would be wearing this hat. It was so big. It looked, it looked hilarious. And one time he saw in the rearview mirror a couple pass his car. <laughs> No, it wasn't Darius M. But um, he saw a couple pass the car, and he flew into this rage. So he was talking. He was like, I can't get a girl. I can't get a girl. And then a couple passes. And then he's like, see, look. See, look. He has a girlfriend. Why can't he have a girlfriend? Why does he have a girlfriend? He flew into the biggest rage. I was crying. I was like, so you triggered. And he was sitting in the mall parking lot. And he got triggered because a couple passed by his rearview mirror. Why does he have a girlfriend? Why does he have a girl? I was like, bruh. And I said, that's it. I was like, I ain't on this level. I had to delete. <laughs> that, that to me would be an intel. 
And again, I don't know much about that sector because I don't study it. All right. But that to me would be an insult. That's certainly not what I'm doing. All right. That's certainly not what I'm talking about. So he got triggered because he saw a girlfriend, a guy with a girlfriend. All right. And so, you know, I try to remind guys, you don't know what their relationship is like. You only saw a you only saw a snapshot of their relationship. You don't know what he has to put up with to deal with that girl. You have no idea. But uh, guys, if you're like that, I'm going to tell you, man, don't please don't please don't. Uh, there's better things to worry about than that. Soldier for God says I make more money than Dunkin Donut workers and I don't work. <laughs> wow. That's actually makes sense as well, too. All right. Because a lot of guys, you can make way more money not working on Dunkin Donuts. Anyway. Um, Hodge says, I realized last year that warehouse jobs ain't going to cut it. He says, so I've been studying coding and data science machine learning. He says, I tell my homeboys to get on it as well, but they refuse and think their job will be there forever. Indeed. All right. Jo- these jobs, uh, anytime you work for someone, don't depend on that job for a long time. Women have this problem as well. So women to me will squat at jobs. All right. I see this a lot more with women and they'll, uh, they'll, they'll spend, you know, five, 10 years too long at a job. And so they'll get a job and I'll, I, I, they become a dependopotamus on the job. And they're like, I'll just keep working up so that they'll get their review and the review will say they'll get a 60 cent raise. And then of course, 60 cent times eight hours times 40 hours a month or 40 hours a week times, you know what I mean? And so they'll be like, well, it only turned into a, it only turned into a, uh, a $500 difference in income. Well, by the time you tax that, or it might put you in a higher tax bracket. That income is not going to be significant. I mean, that t- it'll turn into 200 bucks raise and they're going to do the same job or even more work, right? Because they'll get that raise and they're like, we're going to give you a better position. And it's really not anything, but they'll stay at that job 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Mm. Waiting to get a bump up, waiting to get a promotion. They'll squat at that job. They'll squat. And I'm like, man, my advice to men, and I, somebody gave me this advice years ago. They said, when you're under 30, you shouldn't stay at any job for more than five years consecutively. When you're under 30, like you shouldn't, you, should be at, you shouldn't be at one job for longer than five years. You got to bounce. And eventually, you'll, it'll make you more marketable, all right, which means, hey, you take skills you learn somewhere else, you bring them to another company, no company's a competitor, them competitors will value that skill and say, hey, I, you learned that over there. We want, we, wanna, we want you to bring that value over here. Okay, but women will stay at a job for 5, 10, 15, 20 years doing the same thing at their job, blowing up like the Goodyear blimp. She didn't got fatter, sat there, sat on her duff, her lazy ass. And it's like, wow. Like, I would never, I could never. And I actually probably job top more than I should have, but I was ambitious. I was a ladder climber. Right. And I would try to bring value. I would show value at one job and, and show value over here and say, hey, I can bring that value to you. And that made me marketable. All right. But be careful with doing that too much. But uh, yeah, man, squatting, jo- squatting at a job to me is loser mentality. But do you. All right. Sitting at a job for 12, 14, 15 years and you just complaining about the environment, complaining about the manager, complaining about your raise. To me, that's some loser shit. 
<laughs> I'm like, that's who, that shit right now, that shit don't apply to today's world. All right, at all. That's yesterday's world. But uh, do you out here. Uh, and also, there's a risk to do, the, do it the way I did it. There's a significant risk. Like, you know, sometimes the job's not available and you get stuck. Um, and I moved across the country for jobs. So, like, that's why I don't understand squatting at jobs. Like, I literally, my job transition, um, uh, he says chaos is a ladder. I actually, I actually went, this is how my job resume looked, like, in my previous career. I was in uh, San Fernando Valley. Then I moved to Louisiana for a job. Then I moved to San Jose for a job. Then I moved back down to Thousand Oaks for a job. Then I went to Utah for a job. Then I went to New York for a job. Then New Mexico. Then back to California. All right. So that's kind of how my job. I, I went all over the map. Like I didn't limit shit. Like when I saw an opportunity, I jumped <laughs> into it. And people wanted to hire me. So some people think job hopping. But the thing is, I had value. And people saw value in me. And so every one of those jobs was almost a, it, it, it was a level up. But I was gone. I was like, where is that? I was gone. I was like, man, shit. And that was in my 20s. That was my 20s to my mid-30s. I was like, shit, ain't nothing holding me back. There's nothing going to hold me back. Location's not going to hold me back. Opportunity's not going to hold me back. Women aren't going to hold me back. Kids ain't going to hold me back. I was gone. All right. Job over there, more money. Went to go do it. And I worked my, here's the thing. I worked my ass off and I showed value at each job so that people came to me for the opportunities. It's different. I didn't go out and apply. Well, I did. But all of the jobs that I got, either somebody referred me and said, you need that guy. So when that was, when, when they, when they hired me, they was like, we got this guy. It wasn't like, "Mm, okay, show your value. What did you do here? Most of the jobs that I took, somebody referred me. It was like, hey, you need, you, you need to get this guy. And then I, when I got there, I demonstrated value almost immediately. Like my work ethic was not debatable. I will work, 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 work. All right. You ne- I never had a problem with work ethic. Now, loyalty, <laughs> I was not the most loyal person. And you got to do a trade-off with that, man. I mean, sometimes in certain careers, sometimes that, I, um, loyalty, some people want loyalty, but you're not going to get hard worker. I actually worked hard. And when I left the, the, I left a, um, I left a residual there with the work that I did. And I'll just tell you what it is. Um, I was a recruiting coordinator. I was a recruiting coordinator and assistant coach for division one basketball. Now, when I came in, when I came in, when I left, there were still players there the team actually was better when I left. So I was there for a short time, but I would always recruit players that would be there for a couple years. So when I left the school, that team was st- kept winning when I left. They actually were better when I left. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Just so you guys can get an understanding. I got a job at, I, I left one school, got a job at another, another university. I recruited, I recruited players that when I was there for a year or two, I went to the next school. That team kept winning championships, and that player was like conference player of the year down the line, <laughs> right? So it wasn't like I left, and then it was – now, there was one school I left, and it was tragic. They got better, but it was by no choice, all right? 
it was a it was a terrible job that I did. But when I left, that player became freshman of the year, conference player of the year twice. They went to the NCAA tournament three times. So I left them good. I wasn't there anymore because my loyalty is always in question. But when I was there, I provided value. Understand? So anyway. And that happened several stops. By the time I left, they still had impact players that I brought in. That's why people looked at me and said, this guy has value. So we're going to hire him over here. Anyway. um, What do we got going on here? What do we got going on? I'm still doing Super Chats. Indeed. Acido Russo says, any funny student loans started ballooning after the government got into the student loan business. Grandpa worked part-time and could afford to pay tuition. We gone. Yeah, well, that's part of the inflation, right? So uh, student loans became a part. This is, a lot goes into this. When, when, when the Negro when the Negro, what was it, the Negro League or something like that, they would say the mind is a terrible thing to race. When they started getting blacks and women in the college, don't you know that's when the cost of college skyrocketed? When blacks and women started going to college, the cost of college skyrocketed. Then when people got involved with getting student loans, so how student loans essentially work, the short part of it is student loans became a part of making people be able to afford college. The university raised the cost of college because people were going to, the majority of people were going to take out the student loans. They saw that the government was going to pay back to the college what the, what the kids were taking out through the banks. So thus, the university saw an opportunity to get more money back from the colleges. I mean, get more money back from the federal government. So it's a scam, right? It was like, hey, let's just raise the cost of this because we're going to get this back. People are going to repay this back with interest. We'll make more money. Mm. You understand? That, that is where the scam went down. So now that they know you're not paying cash value or your parents didn't save for your, for your college fund and they said, hey, just go to college if you're black, women, so once they start piling into these colleges, they just raise the price. Because they were going to get that price back uh, four times, five times what the value of it was back from the federal government when you pay back the student loans. Like these universities still waiting for student loan repayment back. It's, it's, a, it's a sad, sad, evil world. But we got manipulated. We got manipulated. Now, college is not a scam if, in fact, you can pay face value for the degree, a.k.a. the blue chip mindset. So if your, ki- if your parents can save for your college and or you can work your way through school and you don't leave with loans that have 12% interest, well, then it makes sense to get a degree. Then you add on the fact that if your parents are paying or you're going to school to pay down your degree, then if you get, you're probably going to get a more valuable degree. If you take a student loan debt and you kick the can down the road 30 years, you're probably going to not get a valuable degree. More likely or not. More likely than not, right? You're not going to consider the importance of the degree in the time you're going because you're just, you, you haven't put any skin in the game. You're just going to just, you're just signing off paper, right? You're using college as a hustle. 
it's not a 100% certainty, but that's typically what people do. All right. And then for profit, you also have graduate school. People take out a hell of a lot of loans in graduate school. All right. And these are mostly liberal white women and in, 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 in that type of thing. So it's a very, very long conversation. It could be an entire stream. All right. But just realize things like affirmative action, things like putting minorities and women in the school that has resulted in the inflation, the inflated cost of college tuition. There's always, am I talking about this too much? Let me know. There's always a trade-off that you make to get access to something, meaning that there's no free lunch. In fact, you will find that when you ask for something, you're probably going to get some bullshit that you didn't think about on the end. This is why it's important to understand what you're asking for. We want livable wages at Dunkin' Donuts. Well, you're going to have third of people lose their job immediately. You're going to have more AI and computer technology. You're going to have the cost passed on the consumer. You're going to have bigger inflation amongst the people. I mean, nope. It's it's a trade-off. If you want more minorities and women in college, well, they saw that there was a demand for that. There's more student loan taken out. As a result, the colleges inflated the cost of tuition. The adverse effect long-term was way worse. Ninja, you could have worked at a job, started your own business with the trade school. The adverse effects are being felt 30 years down the line for making more women and minorities go to college. The degrees become undervalued. They don't mean as much as they used to. They meant something when it was only restricted to a certain group of people. Now, listen, take a trade-off. It sucks. Only white people were going to college, the majority. And it was a closed system. And it was a hella cheaper. It was hella cheaper, right? People could go to college for $5,000 a year, maybe even less than that. Now, when they opened it up to everybody else, they saw they can hoodwink and bamboozle you. Mm. Oh, just take off a college loan, and now this costs $30,000 instead of five. Uh, this also has happened in other arenas, too, as I'm just thinking about it. Right? Same thing kind of with feminism. Yeah, more women are working, but look at them now. They're fatter. They're unhappier. They're more single. They're more skeezers. There's more out-of-wedlock children. There's less marriage. There's more divorce. There's always a trade-off. <laughs> yep. So what, what do you want? There's no, there's not going to be a perfect solution. There's only going to be trade-offs. What, what do you want? All right. Uh, anyway, JC says nine years in tech here, sales and internships are easy ways to gain tech experience. Also develop ops or something. DevOps and cybersecurity, make sure you learn Python and database for the big money. And um, we talked about that on the money mindset. We talk about this on the money mindset. We actually had a guy in tech explain some of these things and avenues that you can learn. Python, I believe you can learn for less than a thousand bucks. You could probably learn it for free on YouTube, but you'll still be limited. Invest a thousand bucks. That say that beats the hell out of uh, $90,000 of student loan debt. All right. Anyway. People always think that you're going to get a result and there's going to be no negative trade-off. Stop thinking that. I want everybody to stop thinking that. All right, there's always going to be a negative consequence to every decision you make. Now, when the negative consequences show up, it's normally later on after you didn't got the goods. That's called the devil's receipt. Okay. 
There's a devil is always going to have a, rece a receipt because you're not paying attention. You're just thinking about what you're going to get and benefit. But accept, think about what the trade-offs are, then accept the consequences. Because when the consequences come, kick your ass, ninja, nobody's going to care. You already got the benefit. You already got the degree. Stop complaining about the loan. You already got the degree. Pay off the fucking loan. And if you didn't get the degree, you're dumb. Same thing as reparations. Hey, the reparations, it makes sense. Give them the money. Now, when the trade-off starts hitting your ass, and there are negative trade-offs, and they will be here. Anybody saying that there aren't, you're a jackass. There are going to be negative consequences to it. When it shows up, don't complain because you took the money. You took it. You benefited. Now, there's going to be the negative consequences. It's coming. It, it will be here. Anybody denying that doesn't understand what trade-offs are. Everything you do has a negative repercussion. Now, how you handle the negative repercussion and how you, if you accept the negative repercussions, that's how you benefit. I accept the negativity, okay, and I'll counteract that by doing X, Y, and Z. But people just want the wins and don't want to take the losses. But the, the cost of goods of anything that black people want will skyrocket overnight. And if you don't think so, I don't know what to tell you. And it will be price gouging and it will be predatory. And they're going to make more money off of you doing reparations than you'll keep. It is what it is. But take your check. I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy. But when they start price gouging you, and they will, and they start predatory lending, and everybody moves into your neighborhood, and then just start flipping, and people start shooting and killing themselves, and I hope you do something with the money. I hope you do something good with the money, like move up out of there. <laughs> There's a cause and effect. I'm just telling you guys just to show you that the world is not perfect. The government will leave your ass hanging high and dry. They're going to say, hey, we don't have any part of the part of the agreement of taking this check is you can no longer depend on the government for X, Y, and Z. We're not going to put money into your schools anymore. You took the check. It is what it is. <laughs> right? Don't complain afterwards after you cast the check. All right. I got to get back onto the show. I got to get back onto the show. Take, accept consequences. People don't want to take, take no L's. Take your L's and shut the fuck up. That's how you do it. But look, let's get into this right here. No straggle in Sniggle Theater? Interesting. Well, this is kind of straggle. The Brick Woman. The hypocrisy of the Brick Woman. Let's get into this. Uh, let's see here. This is the Brick Woman. You guys remember the Brick Woman. She was the one. Let me see if I can find a picture of her. Happy uh, wait a minute. No, that's not her. Where's the Brick Woman? All right. Well, you guys know her. Well, she was the woman that claimed she got hit by a brick. Uh, this is going to be her. Social media has done its job. Shout out to social media. They've actually found this. I love her skin, by the way. Her skin, she definitely looks like Eastern African. All right. Wonderful skin complexion. All right. Um, but uh, this is her. Remember, her whole thing was black men were there. They didn't protect her. Okay, so she gets hit by a brick. And she comes on social media and she lies about it. She lies about how she got hit by the brick. Well, he just asked my phone number, and I told him no, and he hit me with a brick. I knew that was a lie already. But social media has done their jobs, and they produce receipts because people expose themselves on social media. This is the woman who says black men didn't help her, but this is previous to the brick to the jaw. This is previous to, 
not immediately previous. These are posts that she made way prior than to her getting hit with a brick. And as I said, her attitude probably got her hit by a brick. All right, let's continue. Happy Pride. I hope every black woman is kissing another black woman because we are the innate protectors and the providers. We protect societies. We protect communities with our intellectual property, with our lived experiences, with our breast milk, with our bodies. We're the ones. Well, just right off the rip. So black men protecting you was not a part of your plan to begin with. See, prior to this, at some point, you said black women are the protectors. <laughs> right now, take that L. Remember, we're, you're going to protect with your assets, which means your pussy, all right, and your titties, your breast milk. You're the protectors, you said. <laughs> all right, hey, listen, I'm just letting you know. You asked for this shit. Let's continue. And the two. Bitch, not even the three. Because <laughs> men are not providers and protectors. Not innately. Well, there you go. So, men, let's, re let's repeat. Remember, black men were there. They didn't help her get hit by a brick when she got hit by a brick. What does she have to say here? The two. Bitch, not even the three. Because <laughs> men are not providers and protectors. Not innately. Well, there you go. It happens to the best of us. So since they're not protectors and providers innately, why did you get mad at the black men that stood around after you got hit by a brick? All right, let's continue. Because they only protect what they possess. Interesting. They only protect what they, and um, wait, they only protect. Why did I skip it? But uh, she made her point right there. Because they only protect what they possess. Ah, they only protect what they possess. So you didn't have a man out there, as I said earlier. Nobody possessed you because <laughs> women are protectors. They don't possess you. Therefore, why did you expect them to do so? Right? All right. The barbarian is kicking that ass right now. Well, we protect everybody and we provide, baby. Okay? So I hope you catch a girl tonight because I hope I do. Ew. <laughs> And don't forget, before there was feminism, it was lesbians. As you can see, as you can see, you know what I mean? This is the chickens coming home to roost. This is probably why. And listen, I'm not telling people that they should get hit by a brick. But I can see probably why you ended up getting hit by one. Because not a lot of people get hit by one. But your attitude is certainly demonstrating why you you're super annoying and but this ain't even this ain't even the half of it guys there's more let's continue we were living those lives without worried about niggas like they were not worried about niggas they were decentering men so before there was feminism there were lesbians hey yeah well you know uh manifest right <laughs> manifest all right, there's more. The internet came crawling with their receipts. You want to see more? Brickgate continues. Apparently, this is the same woman hollering about reparations. This is the same woman. And this woman is now walking up to white people and smacking them in the face. Now, remember, in her original video, she says, I've never done nothing to nobody. I didn't do nothing. 
I didn't do nothing to deserve this. But they found her on the internet, on TikTok, walking up, harassing white men, and slapping them in the face. Let's continue. All right, listen. This is for the fact that you're a white man and I'm a black woman. I have less privilege than you. Thank you. <laughs> she thought it was funny. She thought it was funny. And I know people are going to be like, that didn't hurt. Okay, well, that brick did. So you're walking up to white strangers. Talking about this is because you have white privilege. And guys, there's another video of her doing this. I'm going to see if I can find it real quick. She's walking up to white men and she's slapping them. And the guy says, I don't know how I feel about this. And she does it with not him expecting this. Being humiliated and recorded. And then laughs about it. Let's just go ahead and replay it for you. This is for the uh, fact that you're a white man and I'm a black woman. I have less privilege than you. Thank you. Yep, yep, yep. Same woman. Same woman. All right. The hits keep on coming. So you can kind of see why um why she got what she got. And um hold on for a second. And and uh I actually called that. I said she probably has a bad attitude. Same woman, right here. Same one. This is another one. And people are saying, but it's a skit. Now, it's the same woman. You can see her. This is the exact same person. She built the exact same. She walks up to another white male harassing him in some sort. I don't know if this is a festival. I don't know if this is Orange Avenue in, in Florida. But let's take a look. Yeah, man. Now, let's go back. This is not the same night as when she got hit by a brick. But let's go back. I knew something was up. See, her attitude gave it away, all that crying, and I never did nothing. Anybody that says something like that, they know they did something. But she's walking around. Look at, look at her spirit. Look at her spirit. Somebody said, that's a big butt. Yep, that's a big butt. But you can see from her behavior, why things like that happen to people. There's no, no, there's, this is life lessons. Things happen to people like this for a reason. People that normally mind their own business, they rarely become victims of things like getting hit in the face with a brick. They rarely do. Not only that, she's brought this back. Karma's a bitch. Karma's a bitch. She brought this back onto herself and it caught back on up to her. So she was doing this prior, not immediately prior. But prior to her getting hit, you can see why probably what happened here. Now, let's play it one more time, and we're going to have an alleged witness to the incident testify. <laughs> Again, when you don't have male protectors, and she said men aren't protectors. Men aren't protectors. Women protect. We protect with our butt. We protect with our breast. Men don't protect what they um, don't possess. Take a look. Take a look. Lesbians protect. Feminism, lesbian. I, this is when ladies go full feminism, right? Full feminism. Take a look. 
Yikes. All right. All right. Now, that guy didn't deserve that, did he? Just like you didn't deserve to get hit with that break. Now, let's go with this one right here. This guy right here is allegedly one of the men that was at the incident. I don't know it to be true, but he's going to provide testimony as to what happened. Let's continue. Guys who was there that did not help her when she was getting hit with the brick, right? I feel like people need to know the whole story before they start commenting and saying things they don't understand or they don't know. You guys don't even remember who you guys are trying to defend who you guys are trying to speak up for. This is the same woman that was going around smacking white people in the streets. She's not innocent. She was actually taunting the guy to hit her. Why would I go defend somebody that's actually looking for trouble? This woman, she is literally a troublemaker. Everybody that knows her in our community knows she's a troublemaker. And community will tell on you. Community will tell on you, like, we're taking these people, they're arbitrary, they, we don't know their surroundings, we don't know their background story. Sometimes the community will know the woman. They will know the person. They will know the man. And something will happen, and people in that community will be like, nah, nah, nah. Similarly, when the woman from um, Alabama did, went missing, people in the community knew the background, and they knew immediately the story was whack. All right, see, that's an example of the community knows. Now, this person says, everybody knows her. She's a troublemaker. She's a 304, a skeezer. She has bad juju. She has bad energy. All right, she's a witch. They'll tell you this. But here, we don't know it, and we'll be like, go and protecting her. All right, and you put your life on the line. You end up stabbed or going to jail trying to protect her, and she has bad karma. Here we go. I'm not going to risk my life over somebody that's actually out there looking for trouble. If you go on social media online, you're going to see some of her antic videos, taunting people, looking for a reaction. Well, she got what she been looking for, and you guys are giving her the attention that she was actually speaking for. I don't regret not standing up for her. If you look at some of the videos, I was there. I don't regret nothing whatsoever. I don't regret standing up for her. I'm not saying she deserved it. I'm not saying that any men have a right to hit a woman, especially with a brick. Nobody deserves that. By the end of the day, there's more to the story. She's not as innocent as she's trying to portray herself to be. She wants attention. She's an attention seeker woman. She tried to go viral, and you guys have given her what she wanted. Yes, she get. Yes, she did get hit by a brick. Yes, I saw it. Yes, I was standing by doing nothing. <laughs> and if that shit happened again in the same circumstances, I will watch. Because she's not as innocent as she portrays herself to be. She was taunting the guy. She was calling him all type of names. She was degrading him to a point where he resulted in picking up a break in him. Yeah, see, I, I, that doesn't surprise me. That's kind of what I said. I was like, he probably was at a breaking point. He probably didn't go up to her. Hey, what's your number? Oh, I'm not giving it to you. I don't think he went on like that. Most men don't commit violent acts like that. They don't. Normally times I say it's, it's a instigation that has to occur. And then he'll snap if he's not, um, you know, he doesn't know how to act and he hasn't been trained right in the spirit of the Jezebel. So, yeah, taunting, he says, taunting, degrading, disrespect. And we've seen examples of her doing this. So it's not a surprise that this is the testimony he's providing. Not a surprise at all. Hitting him. I don't condone that type of behavior. But once again, she's not as innocent as she portrays herself to be. I literally, like, I remember a while back, she's posting videos going around in public, literally smacking old white people in the face. For what? And now you 
get hit by a brick and now you want to cry wolf and i don't care you do you, you want in trouble you got trouble that's why i'll still buy and watch so don't oh man that, that whole situation got me upset <laughs> he said he got he got me triggered so there you go gentlemen um be careful who you put your life on the line with the the hypocrisy of all of this is she been caught bothering people degrading people and doing the exact same thing she now claims to be the victim of and using the emotional simp wolf whistle selling wolf tickets and you know how many villages have burned for women doing this uh this is the stuff that men and fathers need to be around their daughters to train them for if the daughter rebels against this or the mother prevents the daughter from getting these lessons this is what you get all right because feminism doesn't protect it doesn't all right and uh, a lot of guys are fed up with the bullshit you, they got to know, man, villages are burned. Men have swung and been hung by their necks. Men have been assassinated. Men have had their careers and lives ruined over women jumping out in front of the story, lying by omission. Lying by omission. Wars have started. Entire wars have started and been created on this type of activity as well. So don't put your life on the line for these people. Wait for the details first. Okay. And hashtag believe all women is absolute ridiculous. I've, this, I've been telling you that for a long time. All right. I've been telling you that since 2018. It's absolutely ridiculous. All right. Let me go on and get the PayPals and all that stuff and the Venmos. It's ridiculous. You always do your due diligence when it comes to these people because they have an incentive to lie. Uh, sometimes revenge, getting, getting revenge on a guy is, is a reason for them to lie. Why would a woman lie? They be lying all the time. I mean, they lie like it's their job. All right, so anyway, Macaroni Tony says, in our industry, quote, in our industry, the best way to salary jump is to be available for relocation, a.k.a. don't have kids or get married. That's, why, that's what my mentor told me back in the day. Message Young Bulls. Listen, listen to this. He said, the, in our industry, the best way to salary jump is to be available for relocation. Um, it is not always the case, but I find out to I find that to have worked out for me. It's anecdotal, meaning that the biggest bumps in my income has me been be me relocating, not not waiting for a raise. In fact, one time I got a raise, <laughs> right, and they put a hiring freeze and froze my raise. I was pissed because I worked hard that I worked hard at that job, right. But I think it was 2000, it was the dot-com crash. Thus, the, it was the reverberation of the dot-com crash, 2001 and so forth. And this was in San Jose. So the economy went to shit around 2003, all right? People started to feel it. And the university, all the universities in California got a hiring freeze. Now, I didn't realize a hiring freeze would also freeze any raises, Oh, man, I was pissed. But, uh, and so they didn't give me my raise. But what happened was they eventually released the hiring freeze at those universities. And then I got my raise retroactively. I got a big check, but it got taxed to fucking kingdom come. <laughs> All right. So I'm telling you, man, dude, dude, that's what those lessons let me know I need to be an entrepreneur. Those lessons let me know I need to be an entrepreneur. So again, these jobs that you take, they have an importance in your development and it will make you realize, oh, I need to be more in control of how much money I take in, right? Because I will never have, I would never want to be put in that position again. Anyway, 
Shout out to Devontae says, U.S. balance sheets is public. Student loans are the number one reoccurring revenue asset on the books. It's not even a debate. If you want to debate it, go ahead and debate it, all right? You're debating yourself. Student loans are the number one reoccurring revenue asset on the books. Then just try to throw everything at it. No, no, it's this. The U.S. balance sheets are public. Student loan. Student loans are the number one reoccurring revenue asset on the books. It's not even a debate. All right, that's how the U.S. looks at their long-term, long-term investment in you ninjas and you women. Right, it's number one, the number one money earner. All right, anyway, that's where the money gonna come in. Mortgages, mortgages are number two. Mortgages are number two, and mortgages are fantastic. All right, the mortgages are great because the mortgages they can they can resell that same property after after they foreclose on your ass. All right. So they know subprime lending works like this. So if they subprime lend to you, meaning that they're going to make sure uh, that you're going to get into a loan that's going to be uncomfortable. It's what I warn people about with mortgages. By the way, I worked in this industry. I, I saw it. I saw it and learned from it. And I said, never, never going to be me. But um, people either get stuck in their house like today, people are stuck in the house. I warned you about this two years ago when I said, be careful buying real estate. Hit me with 100 likes real quick. Now people can't move their house, right? You can't move. You're stuck. This is something that now, what if you had a wonderful job opportunity right now to move? Well, you bought that house. You ain't going nowhere. Or you're going to take a fat L. And this was one of the basis of my arguments because when I was making these arguments, the housing prices were escalating and people was like, you need to get in now. And I was like, at, at some point, you're going to get stuck. And people are like, nah, 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 you could just sell. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I always tell you, you can't sell when you can't sell. So if you have a house and you say, my house is worth $425,000. Is it worth $425,000. The answer is no. It's worthless right now because you cannot sell it. It ain't worth shit right now. And my other argument is if you can't get liquid immediately, you don't have a worth, right? Meaning that you can't go 425 right now, cash out. Can't. Number two, if you're stuck, you can't chase another opportunity. You're stuck and the house imprisoned you. You imprisoned yourself through the mortgage. So you can't dump it. Number three, now when you sell it, you got to pay your distribution costs. You got to pay your seller's costs, your closing costs, and all of that shit to your real estate agent. So you did not get 425. You're going to be way less than that. Number four, when you sell it, what do you need now? You need another place to live. If you can't buy, if it's a horrible time to sell, might be a horrible time to buy as well. So when you sell that house, you're going to need another house or you're going to rent. If you can't make sense of selling the house and buying another one, you stuck. Mm. You're stuck. So that 420, 
five net uh, 425 house worth is worthless because you're not going to sell it. If it's worth 25, 425, sell it now. I bet you, you ain't going to sell it. Even though it appreciated, even though it's would make sense to sell it. The problem is you can't sell it because you, because you got to buy another one and you're not buying another one. If you sold a house with a 3% interest rate, you're certainly not going to take an 8% interest rate on a house unless you downgrade. You see what I mean? It's, there's just too much going into it. Now, if you're a young guy, it might not make sense to do this. Might not because you cannot chase the opportunities now. You're stuck. Same thing with families. Families trap you into a certain area where you can no longer chase the opportunities. Okay, but yeah, all you're going to do is look at your Zillow. What you're, uh, that's all people are doing right now. They're looking at their Zillow. And they said, well, at least I got $425,000 house. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't got shit until you sell it. So be careful about this. And of course, real estate is great when the opportunities are great. Okay, if you can buy low, sell high, that's great. If you're going to live in a place for 25 years, that's great. But if you don't, and you think you're going to job hop and chase opportunities and, and own a home, you're going to find yourself in a situation like this because this economy comes up all the time. I know this. I know it. I've, been, I've lived through four of them at least. And I see people get stuck all the time. And I'm like, well, I see people get stuck all the time. Uh, shout out to Mario Speed in the building. He says, making sure it's you, coach. It is me. And that's you. All right, Augustus, shout out to you. We'll call you Augustus Caesar. All right, David says, I need a fat girl. To, I need a fat girl to be my wife. Well, fat girls make good wives. Mm. <laughs> right, they do. Now, you know, they're going to be hot in your bed. You're not going to want to be seen with them all the time. <laughs> All right, Tony T in the building. Shout out to you over there on the Cash app. Where are we at here? Shout out to Brown310. Says shout out to the, all the Brick Boys in the building. I think I skipped some people, so I got to catch up to those. Let me catch up on PayPal. One, two, three, four. Oh, by the way, the other point I was making about houses is that when you get into a bind, you're eventually going to have to short sell it. You might foreclose, get evicted. Then the best thing for the banks, this is why mortgages are the second best earner for uh, America, for the United States, and for banks, is that they could just take and sell that house again. Right? They kick your ass out after three, four years. Can't keep up with the payment. The balloon payment kicks in. Um, you know, the economy restricts you from being able to uh, afford the cost. They throw your ass out, subprime. You're probably were paying, you know, subprime mortgages are going to pay a higher interest rate. So you're not getting 7%. You're probably getting near 9 to 12%. All right, just throwing out numbers. And then you can't keep up with the flow. And then you get evicted. The bank takes it back, writes it off, and then puts it back on the market and resells the, got the same damn house. So instead of reselling the house every 30 years, they will sell the house every five years, right? That is a big business for the government. That's number two on the reoccurring um, income revenue driver other than student loans. That's number two. That's how they make money. All right, but anyway. So thinking that they're going to help the consumer on this is foolish, in my opinion. 
What you need to do is protect yourself. They're not going to protect the consumer from this type of uh, uh, lending. This type of, they're not going to do it, right? They're going to protect themselves before they protect you. So with this information, there's no need to debate it. This is what's happening. How do you protect yourself? That is the key to this. You can protect yourself. You can become aware and not emotionally buy. Oh, I want this house. I want, I need it. I want it. I want to feel good. Don't emotionally buy. Protect yourself. Anyway, Kaylin says, for someone who has dealt with women in every way, both seriously and casually, you coach speak better on this than game and dating coaches, especially when most of these coaches have never been married. Yeah, that's why I can't take full advice from them. Some of them have, and some of them haven't gone through everything. You know, but just you don't have to. But young men are the ones I'm worried about. Young men, young men who have never been married, they've never lived with a woman, they've never even lived outside of their parents' home, and they'll have the they'll be the first ones talking about some of this shit, and they don't got even halfway near the knowledge. They they're completely ignorant about any damn thing. They've never had a long term. They've never lived with a woman. They're barely even lived by themselves. And they're not even 30. Like, what do you have to offer in terms of criticism? <laughs> you literally have zero experience. <laughs> mm. All right. Oh, somebody says, uh, isn't the JUCO emotional buying? Oh, boy. It's literally not. It's transactional. <laughs> All right. But if you want, are you on Locals, Alex? Locals will tell you real quick. We just talked about this on Locals. Stop bringing, stop bringing uh, normie shit to the JUCO. Go to my most recent stream on Locals, CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. Go to my recent Locals. We just talked about this. Continuing, no government name. What's up, Coach? This weekend, I took a break from the grind and went to hang out with a friend. And the whole time, we were on a topic of conversations. It, it was women. All right, the topic of conversation with women. I don't expect everyone to be a free agent, but it really got annoying. While we were out, I had a girl approach me, and I rejected her, not because she wasn't attractive, but I just don't have time to do the dog and pony show. And they could not understand that when they ask why I turned her down. Indeed, guys, are there's another emotional there, right there. Another situation there. So, yeah. Uh, guys don't understand. They think, uh, take of any available situation, but, uh, your best situations is dodging women. Dodging women will give yield you the best results. Last two, Kaylin says, after watching your stream last night on what guys who get married, oh, wait a minute, on what guys who get married sexual expectations should be, it opened my eyes like never before. While sex and marriage is probably the most notable for society, men have to prepare to be disappointed. I agree with you, Coach, that the husbands of the world should be honest and the most honest, but sadly, they cannot be. Yep. Guys, lower your expectations about marital sex. It's not going to happen. All right. Not many men are sexually happy in their marriage. Last one. Emmanuel, the coach speaks the truth. Up to two years ago, Google and Facebook had internal boot camps to help minority uh, minorities however that lowered the wages so the engineers destroyed those programs when the layoffs happened nothing is free damn unbelievable all right trade-offs like i give you trade-offs right i want you to understand that 
when I tell you this is what I would lean on doing, a lot of guys say, well, what about this? What about that? And I try to counter those arguments and say, well, this is what I would do. Now, some guys will say, well, what about love? What about children? What about this? What about that? And then I say, well, listen, you can what about any situation? But I'm not giving you a perfect solution. No one has a perfect solution. No one has a perfect solution for you. If they are selling you a perfect solution, they're lying to you. They're just selling you something. What you need to understand is what I'm giving you are conditions that will allow you to know and be aware of the trade-offs. You're making a, condi- you're making a decision and you're accepting the trade-offs. It is what it is. So if you take a certain path, there are going to be consequences and repercussions based on the decisions you make. I find the best value in certain trade-offs saying, I'll accept this, I'll reject that part. You got to be able to do that. If you don't do that, you'll find yourself not being able to make decisions. You're not being able to make decisions. So for example, the worst people I find to associate with are people who cannot make decisions. They stagnate your growth and they stagnate your ability to do what you need to do. So you're a decision maker, yet you have someone that can't make decisions closely associated with you. It's going to screw everything up. Uh, it's going to screw your progress up. You understand? Once you screw your prog- progress up, you allow this person that can't make decisions, they're indecisive. Or they make decisions too late. Think long, think wrong. That's what I was told. But I make decisions and I say, those are going to be, this is what I'm going to get. This is what I'm going to give up. This is going to be the cause. This is going to be the effect. I accept the effects. I make the decision. Then you'll find that you'll move on by accepting the negatives. But certain people get there and they stand there. And not only that, They'll virtue signal that they didn't make a decision. See, I didn't make a decision, so I won. How? You're sitting in the same spot. The person that at least made a decision, they're starting to make their adjustments and they can move forward. I straddled the fence. I'm good. I'm a moderate. I'm good. I'm not like those wackos on this side. I'm not like those wackos on that side. No, 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 no. Standing in the middle of the street is not a way to make a decision. Study long, study wrong. All right, think long, think wrong. The people who can make a choice and accept consequences are the people who win life. The people who lose lives are the people who stand in the middle or basically make a decision and then complain about the consequences. That's not a way to live. All right, that's not a way to live. You'll realize you don't get, far, you, you, you don't get as far um, or further in life by living that way. All right, but you cannot have it all. You cannot have it all. I can't take everything with me and I can't make decisions along the way and keep everything that I have. Sometimes I got to I got to lighten the load in order to stay afloat. I got to lighten the load. Ninjas want to take everything with them and bag lady their way all the way to success. It ain't like that. It ain't like that. Sorry. <laughs> right. Sorry. You're not going to win life like that. Ninja, sometimes you got to throw shit away. Sometimes you got to get rid of friends. Sometimes you got to cut family out. Sometimes you got to sell that house for a loss. 
Sometimes you got to move cross country. Sometimes you got to sell every dude. I literally took a job, sold everything that I owned, including my car to take a job. And one of the reasons I did that was because at that time in my young life, they weren't that job didn't pay for my move. And I was like, mm. now the shit that I had was junk. It was junk. All right. But it was valuable junk for me at that time of my life. I think I was 23, 22, something like that. But they were going to, they, they, um, they were, um, they, they, they hired me to move to Louisiana, but they couldn't pay for the move. Now it was a setback. So I had to go to Louisiana, rebuy the shit. But the next job I took, they paid for the move. So then everything that I had in Louisiana, they paid for it. And every job since then, they paid for my moves. So, but if I would have said, oh, you're not paying for the move. Oh, well, and I would have stayed for this junk. Oh, man, no, I'm not going to keep this junk. All right. I'm just letting you know, man. Oh, man. I'm hate that. This is a blue chip mindset stream. Don't ask me about shit tomorrow. Let's get to the let's get to the next story. Dating coaches. Dating coaches. Hey, that ain't it. Let's get to these dating coaches. Let's talk about they ass. Let's talk about this Riz. Let's talk about this game. Let's talk about this restraining order incoming. Ninjas out here trying to catch restraining orders. Let's show you an example of a guy working his Riz. I can't wait to show you this. And this young woman set me aback here. Take a look at this nice piece of Latina. So there's a young gentleman sitting down here. I think he has an association with this young lady. And she's nice, foldable. And we have a ninja with his shirt off. All right, looking very pooky. All right, let's go ahead and go to the video here and listen to his riz. All right, let's listen to this riz, ninja. All right, hold on for a second. Here we go. She looks, she talk. What's your name? Girl, you know you want to talk. Look at you smiling and shit with that cute ass smile. Yo, back up. You too close. Oh. No, listen. Nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> I'm taking too many L's. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need one dub. Like, come on, please. <laughs> oh, man, Jesus. Yo, did he whisper in her ear, please? Boy, he got the mouthpiece. He definitely got the mouthpiece. This is what the mouthpiece ninjas look like. Desperate as fuck. Out here harassing women. Making them uncomfortable. I got the mouthpiece. All right. Uh, take a look again. All right. Take a look again. Just got to look. She looks. She talk. What's your name? Girl, you know you want to talk. Look at you smiling and shit with that cute ass smile. Yo, back up. You too close. No, listen. Nah, 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 nah. All right. Homeboy tried to save him. Nah, 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 nah. I'm going to show you the mouthpiece. Now, he's tall. He's built. But that shit ain't working for him because he's a creep. He's a creep-ass mouthpiece ninja. I'm taking too many L's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need one dub. Like. Uh, and so, let me, let me stop it right here for, to provide criticism and con, uh, conversation. Constructive criticism and, and commentary. He just proved the point that I just made earlier this week. That these guys' self-esteem and their ego gets involved. That they do this as a means to try to get women. And guess what his self-esteem is doing? His self-esteem is driving him to do this and appear this desperate. 
He's been rejected too much. So now his ego's involved. Now, all of a sudden, I got to correct the L's I've been taking. Well, the L's you're taking is using this approach. All right. It is what it is. This is a loser approach. It's low frequency. It's low quality shit. And your ego going to get hit. I did not just say, I talked about this the other day. Somebody said he's a creep though. Most of the ninjas that use this are, are creeps. Stop. There's no difference. Yes, I'm broad, I'm broad brushing you. You guys are creeps. All right, stop with the bullshit. And you're creeping on low quality, low frequency women. So this is what I'm talking about. He's been taking too many L's. Now he's got to correct it with this woman. He's using the woman as the solution. Stop. Mm. Let's continue. <laughs> yeah, where my hug ninja type shit. This is some creepy ass shit. And this is how most of y'all look. Let's continue. Come on, please. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right um as you see now we're dirty macking <laughs> all right so the strategy of trying to prove who you were wasn't enough and typically ninjas like this start dirty macking all right so now I'm going to steal your girl. Oh, you belong to him? Well, look at this ninja. He ain't this and that. He ain't got what I got and so forth and so on. Now she sees an opportunity for competition. Are you going to fight for me is her next thing. So this is all low quality bullshit. Low quality behavior. Got y'all ninja slap boxing in the street. Ninjas get mad. Ninjas are, bitches are staring because they got a few women staring. Okay, so now this is why this is low quality behavior. You guys got to do better than this. Now you're going to put yourself in physical threat. Um, now you're going to dirty Mac the guy who she belongs. I'm going to take your bitch because your game and your riz wasn't working. Okay. Mm. You see, this is what I'm talking about. Think long term. Instead of doing this, there's a better way to do this. Long term, this is not the way to do it. Oh, God, do it. All right. Let's go back to see the uh, dirty Mac. And see, now she also is looking at the other guy. Are you going to help me? Are you going to prevent this from happening? Are you going to claim me? He basically was like, yeah, I'm with her, but Ninja, I ain't going to fight over her. And she's like, what? You ain't going to fight over me? You see this? This is low quality bullshit. She's low quality. This is what young men get into. And both of them start peacocking. Now, all of a sudden, I got impressed. What? This woman? This woman is a foldable. I'll fold her ass up for less than a couple hundred bucks and send her packing. This is loser behavior. I've been trying to tell you. This is loser shit. Let's continue. Because these guys have nothing else to leverage. They got nothing else to leverage. So this is all they're leveraging. And the short guy, yeah. Well, he's not short. I think he's sitting down. He's sitting down. So he might be shorter than the other guy, but he's sitting down. Now, he's smart to not engage with the guy. But he did throw the first dart. He did throw the first dart. Let me see if I can say it right here. Oh, he said he don't know. Like, uh, yeah, he just he just did this. Well, no, the other guy did throw the first dart, and he's uh he's like, yeah, I ain't in this, I ain't in this. 
It's up to you. Now, the woman should put set him straight, but I, I, I do agree that the woman was did say back away from me, all right, which is an indicator to leave her alone. Now, let's continue with the video. Whatever you want to do. How about we do like who? Whatever. Like, he think you are whatever type of female. Yeah, I can see what type of nigga you is. He the type to get in a room with a female and Don talk to other nigga and try to... Uh, he be, nah, he be yeah. pillow talking type shit. Pillow nah, talking. nah, 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 oh, bro, I'm not. He just said you whatever. Like, you want, oh, yeah. See, like he's saying if you want to go. You want them to compete for it? You want them to compete for it? I put pressure on that. Y'all gonna fight over you? Oh, we don't gotta do all nah, that. Nah, I just playing. But I'm he, not gonna lie, you gonna have to take your L. Uh, <laughs> well, listen, it happens to the best of us. Take the rejection and move on. You know, now I'm sure he, she gonna hit, he gonna hit her with a brick. But the dude, the, the, the guy trying to show his riz, he's showing that he has low self-esteem, right? Now, I'm going to show you here, continuing with the video. Crazy. Yeah. For real? Yeah. Look, there's too many women in the sea. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to find me Why one. you don't got nothing though? I ain't going to let me try one more time. Bro. All right. So, as you can see, did you hear that? There's too many women in the sea. And then the other guy, you ain't got none, though. And he says, I'm going to try one more time. Again, I've been telling you guys that this, this is what dudes get involved with. Their ego can't take the hit. Now watch the next woman he tries to riz. Compared to the previous woman, watch the fall off. When they start rizzing, when they start running this game, you'll see they're going to start going more low quality, trying to access and hit low-hanging fruit. Basically, aim low and hit versus aim high and miss. Let's continue. Oh, she blush. Where your match at? Bag up, son. Hello. Watch out, bro. Look, look I ain't gonna lie. lead on some real shit, though. Come here. Like, she being toxic. Hey, hey, come back. Okay. You see what happened there? Let's go ahead and pause it. I ain't gonna lie. Babe, why you lead on some real shit, though? Come here. You see this? See this? Now, this is some orchestrated thing where I don't know what they're in the same room for. Now we're going to restraining order activity. You see, I'll take anybody. Let me shoot my shot at anybody. All right. You miss all the shots you don't take. All right. A hundred women approach hundred women to get three. Now this woman already saw you take that L she's not stupid. (laughs) Right. But now you go to start physically assaulting women. And then you want to complain that these bitches ain't shit. No. Yeah. That brother's starving. Now you weird. You was weird to start with. You was creepy as hell to start with. Now, you really creepy. She saw you take that L with that Latina chick. Now, here you go. Now, this woman's way less better looking than a Latina chick, in my opinion. She's kind of just available to him. Not only that, he's looking around desperately. All right, somebody got to fix this shit. So he approaches another person, and he gets rebuffed. Okay. Oh, she blushed. Right here. Where your match at? Bag up, son. Hold on. <laughs> yep. So there's the there's the next rebuff. You just got you just got knocked out again out of the box. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let me show my rings. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here's another one, and she's ready for it. Some real shit though. Come here. Look. Like she being toxic. Look, look, look. Okay. Ninjas don't think long term. I know you think he's creepy. But almost all of y'all that use this approach, y'all creepy like this. You don't understand it. You look just as creepy. All right. And he has everything you would think that he needs to make him successful. He's tall. He's muscular. He seems like he's well-kept in terms of his appearance. 
Why the desperation? <laughs> like, why? You look super duper desperate. And not only that, you look cringy and abusive. You're going to get a restraining order, a Riz restraining order. He can position himself way better than this, than to use this approach. So it doesn't matter what you look like. doesn't matter what you look like. Doing this is creepy as fuck. And he just doesn't realize that he has leverage and options elsewhere. And he's trying to prove himself a man by being able to win women over with this mouth. Yeah, he broke. He's obviously broke. Def, def, definitely broke. That's broke man behavior. Thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Somebody said, what muscles? I mean, compared to most men, he's, he's, def, he's definitely not out of shape. All right. He's definitely not out of shape. I know people are just being, I know sometimes. I mean, listen, I'm not trying to go over this guy's body, but that's not fat. All right. He has definitely, this is more of a natural. He definitely has his shoulders and trapezius muscles. The guy's muscular, right? He def, he's not a bodybuilder, but the guy's not out of shape. All right. The guy can do something decent with that body. He, you don't need much more muscle than that for women. You don't need much more muscle than that for women. If you do, you're just doing it for yourself. All right. You're doing it for other men at that point. <laughs> right. I don't want to critique male's bodies here. But at that point, the more muscle he puts on his body, the more men are going to watch him. Mm. Everybody knows this about fitness, fitness industry. All right. Most, mu the more muscular men get attraction and followed by more men. <laughs> Just let y'all niggas know. All right. If you look at any male fitness trainer, most of his clientele and most of his viewers are going to be men. Most of the men that, most of the people that compliment you are going to be men. The women are going to probably start skedaddling. All right. Let's go to the next one here. What is this right here? Uh, we're going to toxic femininity already. Is this the main event already, Jor? All right. Do me a favor, man. Hit the like button. We got over a thousand likes. But I'd like a little bit more. And I would also like to. Yep, cars do. Cars too. All right, so you guys got to find that in between. <laughs> when you at the gym, mostly men. Oh, man, how'd you get your physique? What do you eat? What are your splits? What are your, uh, what are your macros? Mostly ninjas going to be like, look at your traps. Look at your pecs. Look at your triceps. How can I get like you? You in the gym all muscular. Your chest. Nice chest, bro. <laughs> you got a lot of reading rainbow ninjas following you on the side like twan mm. him got nice him got nice chest all right i'm letting you know man hey as men here's a secret as a man you get a nice car you get a nice muscular development most people that are going to compliment you are going to be men most men, most people that talk to you are going to be men. Most men that stop you and say you got a nice, most people who stop you that, that say they got a, you got a nice car are going to be men. I hate the virtual bubble. I hate the virtual bubble. Ninjas that want to see your abs, the only people that are going to see, tell you to, or ask you to see your abs in public are going to be men. I've been in the fitness industry way too long. Twan them. <laughs> when I was fit, my best shape then when i was in the best shape of my life when i was in the gym the most people who told me they wanted to see portions of my body were men <laughs> so be careful what you work for ninja 
All right, women just going to walk by you, barely even look at the damn thing. Every now and then, you might get a compliment from a woman on my car. Most of the time, men. Anyway, be careful, ninja, out here. But do me a favor, hit the like button, and we got to take a quick, quick break and uh, pay for this show. How about we do that? Let's do that real quick. Yes. Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. But the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which what? means, you dating know, a man down. who... <laughs> this is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job. Really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Actually, I could do bad by myself. Left to say. All right, time now, 5-11. Let's Yeah, brothers, we back in here, man. Shout out to the coach gang. Thank you for sticking around. We got the main event coming up. We got the main event coming up. Let me see how far we are in the super chat so I don't get too far back. Oh, man, we got to catch up on a couple. How about we do that? How about we catch up on a couple real quick? All right, let me see here. Uh-huh. JC says she got a big chocolate booty. He says that's why she act like that. Yeah, uh, that's it right there. Kettle Black says... The push for everyone to go to college actually made college worse, especially for the community. Just look at the ninjas flooding Howard. Yes, that was around the same time. The push for black colleges and universities in the 90s. Um, dude, dude, the, a lot of those colleges, they let below C average people in school. Below C average. See, uh, lowering the standard doesn't necessarily mean a good thing. Right, because a lot of those black colleges, unfortunately, listen, I worked at a black college, so I can tell you for a fact, they let people in there and they let those people take student loan debts out. And these people were below C average students in college. I mean, I mean, in high school, below C, below C students in high school. And they let them in those colleges, let them walk in and register same day and took out student loans. I mean, listen, lowering the standards doesn't always help people. And as you can see, 30 years later, how's that worked out? Uh, anyway, JC says, uh, I got him the Working Man Podcast Coach. There's testimony out there from a man that was there when she got hit. Obviously, I'm behind on Super Chats. I actually already played it, but I appreciate that. Derek Eaton says, it wasn't funny until Karma did it. Indeed. Shout out to Brown 310 to the Brick Boys. MC Hamster minimum wage is a living wage. It's the wage for minimum life when you blame others you give them power to change your circumstances facts and that's what i don't get i'm like i'm gonna put the as much control in my hands but if i wait for the other people to solve it then i give them a chance to be always uh able to change my circumstances but i get it most people are just goofy all right i i try to there's a there's a line in the movie juice there's a line in the movie Juice that Tupac said that if I can remember it, 
I'm going to say it. I think it was talking about controlling your own destiny. All right. And they were talking about they were scared of Rodamez. Right. Rodamez was uh, pulling switchblades on them every week and punking them. But what happened was they were sick of Rodamez jacking them. So so they said uh, one of the guys, I think it was the guy, the, the chunky guy said, you know, if we do this, we can control our own destiny or I can control my own destiny. And then Bishop said, what? He said, control your own destiny. He was like, I got more control over you. I control your destiny more than you do, right? It was a cold-ass line. I wish I could remember the line. And he was like, and he was like, how you figure? The fat dude was like, how you figure? He was like, I'm letting you breathe, ain't I? Like, I mean, he says, I got more control over your destiny than you. And the dude was like, how you figure? He says, I'm letting you breathe, ain't I? Yo, that line was cold. That line was cold because, again, the people that's letting you breathe and eat, if if you keep giving them the control, guess what? They got more control over you, but you keep asking them, right? You keep asking them, why are you giving them the control? You keep running to them when your shit don't work out. So when Rodimaz keep jacking you and you start saying, all right, I need somebody to control my destiny, then you turn to Bishop and now you start making bad deals with the devil. He like, Bishop, I got more control over you. Yo, man. That is, that is a great line. I control your destiny. So then, guess what? They had to turn their destiny over to Bishop. Because why? Bishop cuffed his balls. And he said, we going to go after Rodimaz. And then he did. He took care of Rodimaz. But guess what happened? Now they under Bishop's control. <laughs> right? Go watch that movie. Go watch that movie. It's actually a great line and a great understanding of how when you're desperate, you turn control over to these people. Right? Oh, well, they'll help me. But then Bishop became a menace in a short amount of time. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Control your own destiny. All right. Where are we at here? JC said, I'm oh, sorry. TG says, good day. Coffee on me, coach. Shout out to you. Good day. Good day, Mike. Um, shout out to JC says, I guess she is what we called a brick shithouse. And she had a nice booty. Uh, JC also says, I think his chest came off with this t-shirt okay c3 augustus says cg8 they call it the golden handcuff mortgage the potential mortgage rate payment shock of a new location is just too pricey for many would be move up buyers to stomach thus they suffer and stay the golden handcuff mortgage so again you have a house you can't move up it's too pricey to move up it's too pricey for you to sell you're going to take it as a loss so you're stuck. Yeah. And eventually you're going to get what? You're going to get you're going to get bottlenecked. Your expenses can't keep up. All right. Your income can't keep up with the expense. And then eventually you'll foreclose. Guys, I don't know if you guys know. In my opinion, the banks are doing this on purpose. This is part of the plan. People don't think that people do this. You don't think that banks sit around planning shit like this. Now, I'm not talking about your local banker. But that's part of their strategy. Who, who, who's aware of this? That's part of their lending strategy. And here's another uh, blue chip. These banks lend out these mortgages and student loans, but they don't keep them. I know there's a lot going on there. That might be elementary to some people. But they lend them out 
and then they package them mortgage back slabs for student loans. They dice them up, package them, and they resell them. So the person that lend it, they don't even have the house anymore. They don't even have the loan anymore. They don't even have the house. They actually benefited from the original, the original loan. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Okay. This is a strategy for business. This is a business strategy. They actually have a spreadsheet on where they're looking and going, we're going to have so much foreclosures. We're going to have so many return. We got so many um, re, we have so many, um, oh goodness, the name slips my mind. But anyway, we're going to have so many people that um, refinance. We're going to have so many people that pay their loans on time. Right, we're gonna rate your, we're gonna rate your credit. We're gonna rate your ability to pay back. They lend this money out, and they do this on, they do this on purpose. <laughs> they have this built in fractional banking. They, yeah, refinance is what slipped my mind. They know it's coming before you even do it. They know it's coming before uh, you even do it. Right when they lend you out one percent down payment, they know exactly what the hell's about to happen. They're like, "There's so many people that's gonna repay, some people that's gonna be stuck, some people that gonna want to refinance out of desperation, some people that's gonna take a HELOC, certain people that's gonna foreclose." Certain what? What? Stop! <laughs> All right, but hey, keep doing you. Keep doing you. Before you even get the loan papers out, they already know. <laughs> They're betting on this. They're betting on this. Don't you know? Hey, man, this is the money mindset. By the way, man, join the money mindset because this is the shit we talk about over there. We break it down even further with people who have the experience. Join the money mindset real quick. Um, I know the music probably didn't play, but, um, yeah, this is, uh, this is what it is. This is what it is, but look, and then when you run back and say, well, why did they do it? How do they expect us to live? They don't give a fuck about you. Hold up for a second. New, 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 new world order. Am I getting too real? They don't give. Hold up. I'm I'm a little this is too uh, this is too real. Thank you. I, it played. Okay, thank you. I'm a I'm gonna tell you right now. They don't <laughs> In fact, they need you. They need you to be tight on your finance. <laughs> Listen, the best thing I could tell you to do is you need to get on that side of the business. If you thought that the government, the corporations, and the banks were here to help, I don't know what to even tell you. I don't even know what to tell you. As I mean, I just feel sad for you. If that's where your solution-based shit is, I just feel sad for you. I feel sad that you'll never get it. And no, I'm not here to argue. This is an actual fact. And I've worked in many of these industries, so I've seen it. 
right? I've seen, when I sold cars for like three months, I've seen people get screwed over on car loans and the salesman and the finance guy, hold on for a second, let's pull it up. (laughs) And they knew that this person was not going to make it. They knew that they they knew they get they they called it groceries. I, and I give you way too much free information. Okay. They knew that this person got screwed over. They knew they got fucked. All right. And uh this is what the finance guy and the car salesman was doing. It's mostly the GM and the finance guy. Here we go. <laughs> I seen them high-fiving. I seen them laughing, sniggling. All right. And they knew you walked off there and got your ass beat. (laughs) They knew you walked out there and you drove off with your Ford Mustang, not even a GT. You drove off that lot with that basic-ass Ford Mustang, and they knew they cleaned your fucking clock. Did they give up? They did not care, fam. They wanted that commission check. Right. They wanted that commission. They was like, we got my commission. We got our groceries, meaning gross. They got the gross, the gross price. They grossed on the loan and they're going to get kickbacks from the car alarm, the rug. All right. The, the people that's going to put down the, uh, they got the kickback from the people that got the extended warranty. Stop. All right. Stop. And you left there with 30% depreciation value on your vehicle when you drive it off the lot. And now you're, what, upside down in your auto loan. They knew what the hell they did. They knew exactly what they did. 21% interest on the APR. They knew exactly what they did. Bro, and this is just not the car salesman. Just let y'all know. They know what they sold you. Yes, indeed. Yep, broke that shit down. He eating good, and his family and his wife is going to be happy for the month, right? They knew what was happening. All right, but y'all ninjas is, you know, going to argue me. (laughs) It is what it is. Let's get to that main event, man. Look, that was the blue chip mindset for the week, by the way. They don't give a fuck. They don't care. They don't care. Ninja, they don't care. Stop letting these people think they care about you. All right, anyway, let's get to this right here. Toxic femininity. That's on the that's on the menu for the day. Are are women getting too toxic? We showed you the uh, brick lady. She has a lot of toxic femininity. But there's a lot of more going around here. Let's go ahead and show you a couple of cases of what we need to discuss of what I believe is toxic femininity. First item up for bid. First item up up to bid. Check out this one. I featured this lady before. Apparently, she makes TikToks of her saying that she's a depreciated asset. So this is her looking so young and fine. Mm -mm -mm. Nice piece of calico. All right. Nice nice petite and so sweet. Well, let's play the video. And it says the girl he thought he'd be with forever. The girl he thought he'd be with forever. Let's play the video. No music, obviously, and this is her seven years 
and two kids later. Seven years and two kids later. This is what we call a depreciating asset. I mean, this is a pretty much a, a liability at this point. But this is not the same person. As you can see, depreciating asset. Uh, we talk about peak sexual marketplace value. Yep. And she's fully aware that she bait and switched him. She's fully aware. This is not the only video. This is not the only video she's made. She's been making videos like this a lot on her TikTok. Okay. She's been making this video a lot, showing what she used to look like. I can't play the music because it's copyrighted. Okay. Now, he said the face looks different. Of course, it will when you're piling fat on your face. But this is her. I've seen her do videos before. She's not lying. This is exactly who this is. All right. You see this? That is the same woman. Sometimes this happens to you. And of course, when we talk about peak marketplace value and age, we only just stop at age as if that's the, that's the only thing. Okay, age is not the only thing. A guy doesn't just go with a woman because age. All right, it's the other things. She doesn't have much time left. She's going to pull the pin on the fat grenade. All right, her value is going to plummet quicker. All right, so, and her value is already probably plummeted. So it's not just the age that is the factor. But yeah, he definitely lost that bet. And she don't give a damn. And there's no way for her to return back to that. There's no, there's no way she's coming back. Now, this is a, certainly an exaggerated version of the wall because this woman's going to crash and burn. I mean, this is, she ain't coming back from this. This is not going to come back from that. And the guy's that going to say, well, you like the little one, you're a metaphile. Okay, so if I like the big one, what am I, <laughs> right? What, if I like this because of her age, what do you call this with all that meat on her forehead? What do you call this? Low-grade material. I'll take the young one and be called a metaphile any day of the week. Any day of the week, I'll take it. All right, but yeah, that's definitely what we're talking about. And I think this is toxic. Because some men don't know this is going to happen to you guys. This is going to happen to you. I don't care. This is going to happen to you like 70% chance if you get married, you're going to get, that's going to happen to you. <laughs> That's going to happen to you. And of course, mother nature gives, father time destroys. So when you just throw these things out with age, there's more to it than this. There's more to it. And he lost that bet. Yeah, that would be hitting the wall. Yeah, ring game incoming. Sad. Let's go to this one right here. Here's another form of what toxic femininity might look like. You might not be able to see it on your screen. But um, it says right here at the top, honey, your job as a woman is to notice when a man is happy and immediately put a stop to that nonsense. Now, somebody's going to say a man did this. A man made this mean. This is not true. A woman made this mean. All right. I got it from a woman who posted this mean. And they, this is kind of how they live. This is what they want to see here. What's going to make them happy it's going to trigger me. There's a video on that I shared before of a woman saying, what triggers me is when I see men smiling and happy. Subtly, this will play a part of almost all of your relationships. What makes you happy? She will try to take it away. You're watching too much football. You're playing too many video games. And there's going to be a guy here where video games are beta. Shut up. It doesn't matter. If it makes him happy, let him do him. Okay. What's beta is spending all his time on the woman. That's super beta. 
That doesn't give him anything. There's the law of diminishing returns. The more he does this, the, the higher he raises the bar. Therefore, the returns are going to be minimal the more time you spend with women. So spending time with women is not a solution. It actually is going to lead to you breaking up faster. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. When you first meet a girl, and you can test this out yourself. When you first meet a girl, and you start spending all your time with that woman, a girl, and you're there, you can't keep your hands off each other, you're around each other more and more, the more you do that, the faster that relationship crashes and burns. That relationship gonna crash and burn quickly. Like, there's no bigger indicator of a relationship that's gonna crash and burn when you with each other every day, immediately. Immediately attachment. You're not in love, that's attachment. Then you're setting unreasonable expectations, and then that relationship going to be in flames, right? In short order, because the attachment is going to be less, there's going to be less lust. There's no nothing developed other than she's sexually flooding the guy, and he's only there because they're having sex. That shit going to crash and burn. That's called the law of diminishing returns. I've done entire streams on that, but I know I have a new audience, so I might have to revisit that. All right, the law of diminishing returns. I take economic terms and apply them to relationships. Let me just show you. Um, and if you're in a relationship, a marriage, what will happen is in a marriage, she'll cut off the things you like to spend time going to the farmer's market, the festival, the fair. You will find that when you do that, you're more likely to get in an argument. Now, you're trying to avoid the argument by spending time. But what you do is you increase the likelihood of an argument. So if I hang out with her for a four or five hour period, odds are somebody's going to get snippy. You're going to get a disagreement. And then you thought those four or five hours of exchange was going to turn into her appreciating it and giving you sex. But it's the opposite. The opposite actually happens. Let me show you. And this is generally that the opposite normally happens. You see this? This is the Law of diminishing returns. So there's a phase, the total output of time and the total input right here, the to what, what you're investing and what you're going to get, the total output here up vertical, which is the Y, and then the X is total input time. There's a time that you put in right here that is going to be positive, right? Productive phase at the start, every unit of input Every moment you spend leads to productive gains. She comes over for an hour or two. The time you put in the first 30 minutes to 45 minutes should yield a positive return. If she doesn't give you a positive return, sometimes you need to cut bait. Sometimes you need to go, okay, I see what she's doing. She's making me increase the time. And then thus, I might not even get what I want, right, out of the time I put in. So the, the productive phase has a point. That point is going to be the point of diminishing returns. Then you're going to see the arc. So now every hour I put in, it might not be positive or it will seem like it's positive. And it says right here, the diminishing returns. Upon hitting the point of diminishing returns, every additional input will give you a slower gain in output. This also, you can apply to a running game. You can apply to dating. You can apply to marriage. You can apply to anyone. So the gains start to slow down. 
So you can apply this over a day, a month, a year, 10 years. The gain start to, the output starts to slow. Now, the point of maximum output, this is not to be confused with the point of diminishing returns. By the time you realize the maximum output has been reached, you have already passed the point of diminishing returns, right? You've already passed it. You passed it a long time ago. By the time you realize, oh, shit, this shit's going downhill, you read a point of maximum return output. You've already passed the point of diminishing returns. You should have cut bait years ago. You could should have cut bait two hours ago. You should have cut bait last week. You see this? You should have not hung out for five hours. You should have cut bait at an hour and a half. You passed it up, but you didn't realize it until the five-hour mark. Now, after that, you're only going to get negative returns, arguments, attitude. You realize she's on her period, and you wasted time, right? Just giving you an examples. Just giving you examples. And this applies to women as well, um, but I'm not doing shows for women. This applies to them as well. But now you're getting negative returns. You didn't get what you want, but you put in the time. Uh, money, you invested money, and then all of a sudden you didn't you didn't get the return you thought. I paid for your dinner, and you didn't give me no poo-poo, no poom-poom. Negative return. Or the poom-poom wasn't that good. You'd be like, damn, that wasn't even worth it. Okay. Just give you an example. Okay. Negative returns. If you reach this phase, every additional input will give you negative returns. Spend more time. All right, let's, you know, the date goes longer than it needs to be. You stay out at the nightclub. This can apply to nightclub activity. The productive phase is between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. When you go to a nightclub, the most productive phase is probably 9 p.m. where it's slow. People are entering in. You're seeing the women. They're still put together. Their hair still curled up. 11 p.m., you could probably leave there and you will have not missed anything. You go past 11 p.m. You go 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. You're in the diminishing returns. Once you go past 1 a.m. at the club, Ninja, you in the negative returns. What's most likely going to happen is negative bullshit. Ninja going to step on your toe, bottle over somebody's head. Bitch is prolonging you, right? You dance with her all during the yellow phase. And then right at the 1, p- 1 a.m., I don't give numbers to men at, at, at the club. Or she's drunk and sloshed. Ninja star getting drunk. The gangbangers show up. You see what I mean? So leaving at 11 a.m. would have pro- probably been your best bet. Leaving at 11 p.m. would have probably given you a better experience. But now... You stuck around. Maybe it will get better. No. Maybe it will get better. No, it's probably going to get worse, but it's not going to get worse when you say, maybe I'll just stick around longer. It doesn't get worse. You just reach the point of diminishing returns. You'll realize it at 1 a.m. Oh, shit. (laughs) All right. That was the maximum that I was going to get. Now, everything after that about to be a goddamn shame. All right. You see what I mean? Yeah. Brick to the face. Only the toxic women are out. So that's the law of diminishing returns. All right, understand this in everything you do. Right now, there's an emotional component that people worry about all the time. That's where you can, you can control the emotions by vetting and doing all these things. But if you just throw caution to the wind, obviously, you're allowing other people to control your destiny, not you, Bishop, or Steve. Mm. Strip clubs, same thing, man. I mean, 
Just apply this to your life and you will get rid of FOMO, fear of missing out. I'm going to miss out on love. I'm going to miss out on the girl. I'm going to miss out on getting the money. I'm going to miss out on the entertainment. I'm going to miss out. FOMO and love is the same thing. You're going to fear of missing out on love. You're going to fear you're going to miss out on the nympho. But most of the time, let's say you took a girl home at 1 a.m. at this point. Most likely, you're going to get a baby mama. Most likely, you're going to get a toxic bitch that does something. Most likely, you're going to get her to pass out drunk on your bed, wake up at noon the next day. Most likely, you're going to get an STI. Most likely. Or you increase the chance of getting any one of those things the longer you do this bullshit. Now, take this over years. The longer you do this from 25 to 35, most likely you're going to get negative returns. Most likely you ain't missing out on shit. Most likely your car going to get towed. Most likely police going to pull you over while you smelling like weed. Most likely, you see, you increase the likelihood. You do this from age 25 to 35, most likely over years, you're going to get negative returns. You're not going to get positive. It ain't getting no better the longer you do it. Yeah, or a false allegation or accusations, right? Most likely. So you increase the likelihood by sticking around way too long or you increase the likelihood of negative returns. See, apply these things to your life. You'll figure out life will get better real quick. All right, let's give you the next one right here. And I've done streams on this before. All right, so let's give you the next toxic behavior. Allegedly, this woman here is at a baseball game, and it probably was his treat. Now, there is some Spanish involved in this. There is some Spanish involved in this. And uh, let's see what's going on here. <laughs> okay, there's music. So, um, as you can see, he's taking a girl out for a nice time, but her Snapchat is Liddy. Her Snapchat is Liddy. So she's next to him texting. And as you can see, we got it Enrique, Felipe, all right, uh, Little Puppet, and all of these people. And she's right next to him. And some of these messages have been translated into some sexual messages, um, some loving messages. As you can see here, we have eggplants being put in. And, and uh, she's answering these right next to the guy. Of course, all men are cheaters. And shit like that. And there he goes right there. Um, he's He might be at a football game. Football. He might be at a football game. But there he goes right there. Um, realizing it is not. She is not his. It's just his turn. And if you're fine with that. This doesn't bother you. And in fact. The money that he spent. Probably close to a couple of hundred bucks. You don't mind losing this money. Because you're only trying to be there to smash. However. Not a lot of guys realize that women are doing this. They're keeping their options open. You see. He all coded up. He caking. He got her. She mine. I own her. Nobody got her. She loyal. She faithful. And and while they cuddled up, she don't have her phone up. But as you can see, right there, she's pulled her phone in. She actually has a lot of distraction on the screen. So as that he can't look over and see what's going on. But the men knew behind her. And uh, let's take a look at some of these messages here. All right. While you dating uh, Te amo manana. Uh-oh. Te amo mucho. I love you mucho. I love you into infinity. I love you oye. I love you simple. I love you, baby. I love you. I love you, baby. All right, te gusta. All right, mi amor. Mi amor. All 
All right, and these, oh, 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 damn, she went to another one. All right, uh uh-oh, now, damn, there's another one, boy. She juggling. She juggling. All right, you know, social media allows them to have this access and reach. Now, she could be a loyal, faithful person for all we know. Well, I don't, I can't tell. I can't tell. All right. So, uh, solo, simo, Dante, KO, pasta, este. All right, that's what she said there. Oh, there was Felipe. Damn. She was busy. She was busy. She was busy. And a lot of times we give men this idea that we're the one out here. Uh, we got me normalizing body count. Uh, but definitely she for the streets, right? Yeah. In the streets. She definitely on that carousel. <laughs> and no, those weren't her cousin. <laughs> those weren't her mother and her brother. All right, man. Yeah, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. She's not yours. It's just your turn. Even when you on dates and treating a bitch. All right. What about this one? Toxic femininity. Here we go right here. Apparently this sister right here. Soul sister, soul sister. Hey, sister, soul sister. Let's see what sister soul had to say about her experience. And she's going to report it to the internet. Here we go. Oh boy. Saggy waggy's going on too. I respect my elders and the elderly, but I do not allow them to just disrespect me. If you come out the side of your neck, I'm going to come out the crack of my ass and I'm going to shit on your day. We went to breakfast this morning and these wannabe golden girls that I'm going to refer to as the decrepit duchesses had the audacity to smile at me on my way in and throughout breakfast began a conversation about me. One said, no, the black girl. The other one was like, look at how her top ties in the front. She has the slits all the way up the side. I just think it's shameful. The other one was like, it's slutty. And I said, and it is. And which one of you decrepit bitches is going to do something about it? And then the one was like, well, no, it's just my granddaughter wears stuff like that and I don't approve. And I said, but I'm not your granddaughter, so I'm going to cuss you out for the both of us. Because if she dresses anything like me, I'm sure she feels hella empowered next to your wrinkly, dinkly, cotton ball head ass. Now shut the fuck up and eat your cottage cheese, Miriam. And she said, my name isn't Miriam. And I said, and my name isn't Black Girl, bitch. Listen. Wow. Oh. You know, this type of energy, I just cannot stand. I'm going to tell you this right now. I mean, I could not have this person involved in any aspects of my life this is just too toxic right she's fully aware she's sexually displaying herself she's being immoral right she's being immoral she's taking advantage and leeway of um um displaying herself like she's just probably just barely um what do they call it indecent exposure she's probably barely across the line of indecent exposure now when other women try to set her straight she catches the attitude and starts calling people name and projecting, right? And the other women are like, hey, listen, this is probably why you're a loser in life and my daughter is winning because they don't use this sort of, um, they don't do this sort of thing. Um, she's claiming it as empowerment by dressing slutty. She even says and accepts she's dressing slutty, but when she does it, she's insecure when she does it. So she's now watching for people to make judgments about her being a whore. All right, that's what she's doing. All right, so she knows she's in the spirit of Jezebel. Thus, she's reacting like this and has to so uh, uh, go into the internet to say, I set these white women straight. Gone, sister, gone. This is toxic femininity. She's seeking attention. She gets it, and then she doesn't get the attention she likes, so now it's everybody else's fault. Just understand, she admits she knows what she's doing. This is witchcraft. This is Jezebel's spirit. Then when she doesn't get it the the right way and she doesn't get men's attention, she gets women's attention. They try to set her straight and she acts out like this. 
Listen, I respect my elders and the elderly, but I do not allow them to just disrespect me. If you come out the side of your neck, I'm gonna come out the crack of my ass and I'm gonna shit on your day. We went to breakfast this morning and these wannabe golden girls that I'm gonna refer to as the decrepit duchesses had the audacity to smile at me on my way in and throughout breakfast began a conversation about me. One said, no, the black girl. The other one was like, look at how her top ties in the front. She has the slits all the way up. There you go. So look, indecent exposure. Let's just call it what it is. This is indecent exposure. This is not empowerment. This is slutty, and she admits it. And she's pushed this line intentionally. Not only that, I mean, just take a look at her. Take a look at her. I mean, just look. This looks like melted uh, uh, fudge, fudge uh, sickles. She knows what she's doing. Now, and I had to slit up this, and this tied in the front. <laughs> right? You know what she did, and you got called out the side i just think it's shameful the other one was like it's slutty and i said and it is there you go so listen i didn't lie describing her she's describing herself as slutty i mean listen she knows what she's doing but now when she got the exactly what she asked for she didn't like it for some reason why didn't you like it you admitted that it was why didn't you like it and which one of you decrepit bitches is going to do something about it now she wants to fight see there's some toxic people out here super toxic why do you want to fight old women? Is this is this some racism thing? Is this some is this some tragic mulatto? Is this some you wanted to only snap at white women today, so I'm gonna dress like a slut? What what is this? This this, this is tragic. And then the one was like, well, no, it's just my granddaughter wears stuff like that, and I don't approve. And I said, but I'm not your granddaughter, so I'm going to cuss you out for the both of us. Because if she dresses anything like me, I'm sure she feels hella empowered next to your wrinkly. Yeah, so if she dresses like me, she feels empowered. I mean, you know that's a damn flat-out lie, right? She feels like a slut, like you had mentioned. You, you accepted this. You, you're the one that said it. I did it. She don't feel empowered. She's actually getting attention she probably doesn't want. And now she's arguing. Let's continue. Cotton ball head ass. Now shut the fuck up and eat your cottage cheese, Miriam. And she said, my name isn't Miriam. And I said, and my name isn't Black Girl. Now, see, here's the thing. The, the, what she said was... What she says was the girls, the women called her black girl. They did not call her black girl. I just want to let you know, they did not address her as a black girl. They described her to someone else as a black girl. And you so busy ear hustling at negative attention, you heard it. Now, you called her Miriam. You addressed her as Miriam and she corrected you. Let's get that straight. But again, toxic femininity. They said black girl to the other person. They didn't call you, hey, black girl. Now, if that's what they would have done, then you would have been correct. But they described you, which black girl is an accurate description. You probably have admitted that you are a black girl at some point on social media. So the description was accurate. And they did not address you as black girl. You overheard them describe you as such, which the description is accurate. You would have called yourself that. Black girl magic. Now, you called her Miriam. You addressed her as Miriam, and she corrected you. You see, these people super ass toxic. <laughs> Here we go. Now, if they would have said fat black girl, right, Takeem? <laughs> All right, let's continue. Bitch. Listen, oh, I was And you also called her out of your name, uh, but she's exaggerating that. She did not call her a B. But this is top toxic 
femininity. At least they didn't call you fat black girl. That would have been probably a uh, means to actually find out if she's uh, describing you actively, actually accurately. All right, let's continue. Let's continue with this one. Uh, here's a woman says, if you got kids, okay, what do you have to say here? Let's refresh it. Mothers don't pay bills. Oh, no. All right, I can't wait. This Now, remember, when you're listening to this, this is the least married and most divorced cohort of women on the planet Earth. So whatever they got to say cannot be very accurate. All right, so mothers don't, what? Mothers don't pay bills. I can't wait to hear this. You got kids, that 50-50 shit should automatically go out the window. Because I automatically, off the rip, just sacrificed my body, my life, my health yeah. to give you kids. And off the rip of that, I should no longer work. But In this I, household, you should pay all the bills because you would not have these kids if it wasn't for me. If you got kids, that 50-50 shit should automatically go out the window. Because I automatically, off the rip, just sacrificed my body, my life, my health yeah. to give you kids. And off the rip of that, I should no longer work. But In I, this household, you should pay all the bills because you would not have these kids if it wasn't for me. If Man, you see this energy. This is why, you know what I mean? I, I value my peace. Then just be like, you can't get a girl and this be your girlfriend. <laughs> like, well, she looked good, but she a damn train wreck. I cannot do this. Energy is way too important to me. I don't give a damn how she looks. And I'll take a woman that look eight times worse than this, as opposed to deal with this shit on a daily basis because she happens to look attractive. And I know somebody's going to say she's ugly. I know. Well, here's the deal. She dead ass wrong. She's dead ass wrong. Now, if I decide to make that your circumstance, that's one thing. And I might make that your, I might make that your circumstance. But you being entitled to believe that a group of men that you're probably dating from that are very low on the economic ladder the likelihood that you, at your looks, find this guy is slim to none and slim just died. The likelihood that a man from your cohort or your dating pool will put you in this position is so low that I don't even know, like this is the, this is the definition of toxic. The least married, most likely to get divorced. The lowest on the economic food chain. The lowest relationship marketplace value. Man or woman. Is That's the representation. And this is your mindset, of course. Thank you, feminism. This is... Uh, and some women called her out, thank goodness. I think some women called her out. Uh, here's a woman. All I'm going to say is it takes two to lay down and have kids. All right. Uh, ninjas are sniggling. All right. Does that look like one of the Usos? That looked like one of the Usos. Sniggling. Uh, but yeah. You know, guys, again, dating is not worth it. Marriage is not worth it. Having kids is not worth it. If this is what you're getting out here. 
Can we please stop giving these people microphones? Just loud and sounding stupid. All right. I generally, I generally am disgusted by this. All right. I mean, yeah. I mean, how did you <laughs> look at the memes in here? Right. Unfortunately, these people, there's people out here. She sounds smart on, on mute. She sounds smart on mute. There's people out here that think this way. Dude, she would be gorgeous if she followed CGA's rules. She would be gorgeous. She would be highly selected. But she lost by opening her mouth. Ladies, Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse. White girls have perfected the act of Minnie Mouse. Other rules. Be seen, not heard. Now, you might think this, but the best thing you can do is not talk about it. Be seen, not heard. She's not bad if you can't hear her. But, of course, she thought she was smart. I'm smart. No, you're not. You're dumb. If you realize that talking is not your wheelhouse, not only is talking not your wheelhouse, but thinking is not your wheelhouse. Let me do the thinking for both of us. Just sit back and relax. Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse. Be seen, not heard. This would save your entire community. Instead, mm. I want to be heard. I got something to say. <laughs> right? Anyway, right here. Right? I need you to be Minnie Mouse. I need you to not speak unless spoken to. I know it sounds harsh, but this will get you probably what you want before telling a guy what you just said. I know. I know. Oh, women are upset. But if you actually didn't talk, you would probably get way more out of life. All right. Life, my health yeah. to give you kids. And off the rip of that, I should no longer work but in I, this household. You should pay all the bills because you would not have these kids if it wasn't for me. If you got kids, that 50-50 shit should automatically go out the window. Because I automatically, off the rip, just sacrificed my body, my life, my health yeah. to give you kids. And off the rip of that, I should no longer work but in I, this household. You should pay all the bills. because. Yeah, man. Wow, Jesus. I mean, this is so short-sighted. That's so short-sighted. That's a, that's a shame. But that's toxic. That's toxic femininity for you right here. All right, I got another one for you. Got another one for you. Uh, who do we have here? Okay, we got this woman. We got this woman here, all right? Dating older men is to help your life, all right? I can't wait to see this. Dating older men is to help your life. Again, another one that probably should be seen and not heard. Let's continue here. The point of dating an older guy is for him to help your life. I consider older guys to be destiny helpers because what else are they going to be doing in your life besides helping? So you going to go date an older guy who's not doing nothing for you and you're saying, oh, I love him. He makes me feel so good. You're a fool. Listen, the point of dating an older guy is for him to help your life. I consider older guys to be destiny helpers because what else are they going to be doing in your life besides helping? So you going to go date an older guy who's not doing nothing for you and you're saying oh i love him he makes me feel so good you're a fool all right i i see what she's saying here here's the thing i'm gonna say this again this represents the lowest long-term relationship community on earth this also represents the highest single mother community. This also represents the lowest marriage and the, the most divorce. I don't know why 
these people think they're successful at giving advice. These people should probably shut up giving advice and do more listening than talking. Because obviously this type of approach, this usury approach is not working long term. And then the victimhood is seen everywhere. They don't protect. They don't take care of their kids. And this is who you lie down with. This is who you give access to. This is what you're doing. Now, I don't disagree with her proposition. But the usury, the targeting, the predator behavior is what is despicable. Now, for people who think I'm one-sided on this argument, I actually just challenged the men for about a good 20 minutes on the previous guy being just as disgraceful right here. Okay, so this is, has nothing to do with gender. I actually target predatory people. I'm actually looking at it and say this predatory bullshit is not working in the long run. Male or female, I don't like it. I like straightforward and honesty. Also, I'm not a moral person, so leave your morality at the door. I'm here to be straightforward and honest. Let's be honest about what we're doing. Is it the right thing for both of us? It should be. We should both agree that this is right for me. But you targeting men and then the other guy out here targeting women that any woman he could get, I don't like it. Okay? It's absolutely disgraceful. It's despicable. And not only that, it's reprehensible. And additionally, it's atrocious. Atrocious. Right? However you say it. It's disgraceful. It's beyond belief. It's demoralizing. Uh, it is what it is. But, of course, you guys keep doing you. This is why I left the community a long time ago. We got another siren in the building. We got another siren. All right, BW's taking the L. As you guys know, I tend to avoid topics related to black women. I tend to not put them on my thumbnails. And one of that is a protection model. One of the reasons I protect myself. Because Kevin Samuels obviously got, um, you know, um, he got picked apart because he was targeting black women. I never want to be targeting black women. I never do it. I actually avoid presenting them a lot of times. And some people don't understand it. They're like, why don't you talk about black women more? It's useless. Why would I talk about the bottom of the barrel group of women that represent themselves currently? Why would I make a show about that? Like, it's too much easy pickings. All right, it's easy pickings. And I don't associate with many of them, so it's, even, it's a waste of my time. All right, but that's low-hanging fruit. Uh, a lot of people can get some views doing that, but it's low-hanging fruit. I don't know what you're expecting from them. Are you expecting good behavior from the group of them as a cohort? I mean, individually, yes, there's some good ones out there. But as a collective, are you expecting to correct their behavior? I mean, it's getting worse and worse by the day. It's getting worse and worse by the day. So why would I even focus on that, <laughs> right? It's just too easy. But again, this segment, they're going to be like, you talking down about black women. Who? What? Why? Why would I even waste my time? It's too easy. They could be two 20-second clip and expose themselves to be what they would are. But I'm not going to target them. I actually try to talk about women as a collective. All right. It's low-hanging fruit. All right. Again, here's another siren right here. Here's another siren. I cannot wait to hear what she has to say. Obviously, she has her titties on the screen. Her hair looks like, I mean, listen, I'll try to not talk about their hair. Her hair is mad crazy, which gives you an indicator of what she's about to say. Now, she's an attractive woman. She's an attractive woman. I would definitely look the fold. But now her energy 
and her witchcraft, her Wicca, her wickedness is about to be on full display. I'm pretty sure. All right, so let's see what she has to say here about whatever she's got. Ladies, what are some questions men need to sit back and uh, really ask themselves? Okay, here we go. Before you slide in my DMs, ask yourself, can I see myself spending all my money on her? If the answer is no, don't slide in my DMs. Before you slide in my DMs, ask yourself, can I see myself spending all my money on her? If the answer is no, don't slide in my DMs. I mean, I wish I could help y'all, brothers. I wish I could help y'all. You guys need to stop procreating with these demons. These are monsters. These are evil um, Wicca Liliths. I mean, this is getting beyond control. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Like this type of, listen, you could be a little bit more coy about this and probably get what you want. But this reeks of, I got too many options out here and you just a sugar baby. I mean, it is what it is. You just disposable sugar baby. You're reaching for a demographic of men that don't have much financial value. We're at the low rung. Black men, we're on the bottom. What are you talking about spending all your, what is this shit? What is this? If she would have just shut up about her entire life, I might would have spent some money on her. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> See, here's the thing about this. This is what people don't get. If you actually shut up about it and you actually position yourself properly and play chess, not checkers, you're probably going to get it. I probably wouldn't have had no problem folding her ass up and giving her a nice evening. I would have had no problem. No problem at all. I'd have been like, hey, come on and have yourself a good time. However, <laughs> this type of entitlement, because you got so many pookies in your DMs, all you're getting is pookie attention. As you can see, you got your titties out, and you only probably date black men. There you go. This is what you're getting. And ninjas, you, you know, this is who she's getting right now. These are the type of ninjas that she's getting. And so now she's got to put out a statement. These are the type of ninjas right here. So I got to put out a statement. If you ain't going to spend all your money, first of all, who spends all their money on a woman? Stop. Stop. Who does that? Why would you want to be around a guy that does that? Well, it shows you a predator. Okay. But in her mind, she thought, she thought I'm going to make an announcement today. I'm going to make this announcement and put it in my DM. And so my DM stopped getting flooded. Oh, my Lord. The dating scene is tore up. My goodness. Before you slide in my DMs, ask yourself, can I see myself spending all my money on her? If the answer is no, don't slide in my This is absolutely ignorant. And this shows that who's, who's this, you got to ask who's raising these women. They're not preparing these women to be relationship material. They're not preparing them to even be girlfriends or fiancés or wives. Now, do other races of women do this all day long? But they know to shut up about it. They know to not make it this obvious. And they're probably selecting for men that they could get a real bag from. Not some Jimmy Choo's and shit. You know, I mean, they, go, they, go, they, go to, they actually have access to men that will probably uh, give them a bag and marry them on the spot. You don't have that access. You're dealing with pookies. You don't have that access sitting in your Mercedes C-Class right now. 
I can guarantee you don't have that access. And don't tell me about these goofy-ass football players that be skeeting in your guts. These, this, that's not high-quality men. Uh, those are men who got money and don't know what to do with it. All right? That's not high-quality men. Those aren't high-value men, if you will. Not all of them are. Those are. Most of them are dumb. Even Brittany Renner said so. All right? Most of them are dumb. So who's raising these women? Who's preparing them to be who they need to be? This is toxic femininity. Let's give me another one. Give black women a break for a minute. And we're going to go to this one right here. Now, take a look at this picture. Take a look at this picture. You see this? This looks like a high school game. He says a 2013. This looks like a high school game, and it looks like Wow, one of the girls at the high school definitely appreciates the effort that the young man made. He's got it made. All right, shout out to Chatty as he's got him one of the, the high school girls jumping in the arms. That's rare. Wait a minute. Let's zoom in closer. That's either his sister or his mama send it. Well, that threw me for a curve. She's definitely looking very milfy and manufactured. She's hottie. She's a flatback supreme. However, this is disgrace. We have no decorum anymore. We have no decorum. That's his teacher. It might be his teacher. Might be his teacher. We have no decorum. What's wrong with Gen X parents? We're all fucked up. Why in the world <laughs> would you jump in your son? I hope this is your son. And why are you dressed like that for a high school football game? Guys, this is a high school football game. And look at how she's, come on, man. Come on. Now, listen. You really, what is she supposed to wear? She just has jeans. Ninjas are defending this debauchery. We have a lack of decorum. We need to go back to rules, hard rules, even for the men. I'm tired of these ninjas with their booty out. Now, pause. We need to go back to decorum. This expressing ourselves is going too far. His mama definitely was a former stripper, and he got, she got wifed up by a tech exec. For sure. I mean, come on, man. She definitely worked at Hooters, and the tech exec definitely wiped her up. This is what happens when you wife up 304. Like, what are we doing? This cannot be real. I hope this is not his teacher, right? <laughs> I thought this definitely was. I thought it smelled like teen spirit. I thought it smelled like teen spirit in here. She got her, what? What? Wait, man, have you ever cradled your mother like this? This ninja must have threw seven touchdowns today. He must have threw seven touchdowns today. And I can tell she's a former 304 because she got her tattoo all, um, she got her tattoo all covered up. She's trying to get her tattoo surgery going, it looks like. Okay. What are we doing? This kid, this is uncalled for. What? What? 
I'm thinking that's his sister. That's his mom's. Oh, man. And this woman's making some commentary about it. Send it. Send it. Send it. Man, if my mother ever. I'm, I'm just thinking. I'm hoping that's his older sister. I'm hoping that's. That, I'm hoping that's the older sister. Even then, it's somewhat effed up. All right, but I'm, I'm assuming that's his, ma- that's his mammy. All right, come on, man. Come on, man. There's no way. Maybe that's his older next-door neighbor. Possibly. Let's give you another one here. Toxic femininity. Because, of course, if we correct this, if we correct this, we're in the wrong. All right, now you wrong about this. Y'all worried about too much. You were... The cool auntie. Maybe it's the cool auntie. All right, here we go with the next one here. Uh, this woman right here, uh, she says, women, what? To rip, okay. She wants to rip up a prenuptial agreement. Let's take you to the video. My man makes twenty-five to $30,000 a month, so I'm, I'm satisfied with that. For real, what does he do? He's a car sales manager. He's got bank. God forbid, if you broke up now, would you date a man who makes $2,500? Her lifestyle, she can't switch like that. If he had a really good heart and could take care of me and my daughter, but me and my me and my man are not breaking up. So how much you say your ring was? My ring was seven grand. I can't have that around here. This if, is two hundred. If he cheats on you, I will take everything from him. Oh, what yeah. if he gave you a prenup? I won't sign it. I'll rip it in front of him. Oh, well, my man makes. Oh, send it, send it. So this is a former skeezer. She's a confirmed skeezer, party girl, and she's out at girls' nights out with a man that makes 20 to 30K a month. And she's at girls' nights out drinking, hollering with a raspy voice. Then she's a single mammy. And then she says, he ain't getting rid of me. I got me one. And the other girl, her lifestyle, she can't go backwards. Then she's going to rip the pre... What the fuck are we doing? Oh, and what, 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 what are we doing? Reform 304, step W as she got him a beta and she said he's a car salesman, a car manager right here. So we got him right here. Um, And he smokes eight packs of cigarettes today, this guy right here. All right, he definitely smokes eight packs of cigarettes, this guy. So this apparently might be her boyfriend. Oh, and by the way, he's probably older too. He's an older male. He's an older male. I mean, he's definitely not a young guy. If he's a C, if he's a, a GM at a uh, if he's a GM at a car lot making twenty to thirty k, he's not under twenty six. She looks to be under twenty six. The guy probably is thirty six. So she got him a good ass dummy. All right, here we go. Let's continue here. Let's say, show you again. Twenty five to thirty thousand dollars a month. So I'm I'm satisfied with that. For real, what is- I'm satisfied with that. And of course, this guy ain't nowhere near twenty to thirty k. He ain't even gonna think it's possible, right? Uh, but just to let you know, 20 to 30K definitely puts you in the top 5% of income in America. Uh, 20 to 30K a month, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you're approaching like the top 1%. I think it's even close to the top 1%. Like you're in a small 300K a year, I think, puts you in the top 1%. Sadly enough, I know people don't think so. I think I did the math. It's certainly top 5% of incomes in America and almost worldwide. But I think it think it gets you closer to the top one percent. I I did a show on that. I did a show on that. Um, but uh, anyway, here we go right here. 
What does he do? He's a car sales manager. He's got bank. God forbid, if you broke up now, would you date a man who makes twenty five hundred? Her lifestyle, she can't switch like that. So there goes um there goes Kaylee. Kaylee. Kaylee probably yeah, that's top one percent at three hundred and fifty K a year. It's certainly, yeah, top two percent. You're in the top earners in America. And here's the thing. It's not that much. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's not that much. Like, you can get there. Like, you can get there. Like, it's not impossible to get to that income. I know. You make 50K right now. You think I'm tripping. It's not impossible to get to that income at all. It's not impossible. I, I know a lot of dumb people doing it right now. All right. But uh, let me just tell you, I know a lot of people that aren't working that hard doing that. But anyway, you think that's her daughter? You think that's her daughter? Huh? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But the homegirl definitely would uh, slob the car manager's knob. All right. This girl right here would be the side chick for no, no problem. Anyway, if he had a really good heart and could take care of me and my daughter, but me and my me and my man are not breaking up. So how much you say? All right. So as you can see here, me and my man are not breaking up. So there's no chance she breaks up. And if he does, you're going to hear what she says. If he does break up, your ring was was seven grand. I can't have that around here. This is 200. If he cheats on you, I will take everything from him. There you go. All right, so if he cheats on you, I will take everything. Guys, the playbook is pretty standard. The play, playbook is pretty standard. So I'm going to punish him. So he's never getting rid of her. The only way he gets rid of her is if, if he goes broke. And now she's latched her claws. She's sunk her claws into him. You can't get rid of me now. If you try to get rid of me, I'm going to do what? False claims, false accusations, play the victim, child support. She'll put child support on that step baby. She'll put child support on that step baby. Step baby. Huh? What? Yo, man. False allegations, ruin his reputation, show up to his job, put bruise. That's it's it's worth it for her to do that. And she just acknowledged that that's what she'll do. Yep. She'll delete him. She'll put him over on a life insurance. This is what the game is. Toxic femininity. Oh shit. What if he gave you a prenup? I won't sign it. I'll rip it in front of him. Oh, my man. I'll rip the prenup in front of him. Now, let's just, let's just for all intents and purposes, let's take a look. Makes twenty-five dollars to $30,000 a month. So I'm, that's let's take a look, gentlemen. Let's take a good look. I paused it randomly. I paused it randomly. Let's take a look at what you can get on the marketplace for $30,000 a month. This is what you worked hard for. This is what you sacrificed. This is what you screwed people over in loans. This is what you got to the high value position for. This is why you slaved away working 12 hour shifts four days a week. This is what you got. <laughs> right. For $400,000 a year. Near. This is what you got for working hard to be the top 1%. You ninjas got to stop with this bullshit trying to come over here acting like I got it all wrong. Well, you just can't get a girl. What? Man, I got a little bit more discretion 
and picking, I'm worth way better than this. <laughs> right? Not only that, not only that, yep, the divorce is planned before the wedding. I've been telling y'all. You've inflated this woman's ego to where she said, I cannot do less than this. So much so that if this relationship broke up, I'll never let him leave me alive. She's going to say, soon as she tries to leave, she's going to like, now I got to cut you. What are we doing? This is absolutely tragic than the position American men are in. It's tragic. Like we cannot get out of this alive. The best thing you could do, the best thing you could do is best things you could do is to be a free agent, protect yourself, protect your peace, quiet and freedom. All right. Don't bank on the fact that some woman's going to love you for you. I want somebody to love me for me. Get your passport, Ninja. You worried about you guys are worried about oh the passport when you go passport they're gonna drug you. They could Ninja in America they doing more than drugging you, <laughs> right? These women patting your pockets down right off the rip. All right, look, patting your po- wait a minute, patting your pockets down, patting your pockets down, patting your pockets down, patting your pockets down. Look at what you're getting right off the rip. You worried about some girl in Colombia? You worried about some girl of the Philippines going to do something dirty? Man, protect yourself. You worried about the Juco. The Juco girl, dude, the regular girl's getting you, fam. Mm. The regular girl's sticking you up. Regular degulars, as they say. Look, regular degulars are sticking you up. <laughs> right? That, this is crazy. Not the regular degulars. All right, let me stop. Mm. Last one. Toxic right here. Take take a look at this one. So now we have uh, Master Splinter is going to tell us why she is happy to be single and childless. All right. And the internet rips her to shreds. Here we go right here. I am on a Saturday. I'm 29 and single and I don't have kids yet. Here's what your Saturday morning looks like when you're single at 29 and you don't have a kid running around the house. I didn't rise from my bed until 10:15. Every time I thought I should probably get up and do something, I thought, why? Nobody's making me. I'm not missing out on anything. I went to Beyonce last night and I didn't get home until 1 a.m. and I danced and drank my little heart out and I didn't pay a babysitter to watch my kids as I did that. And I woke up a tad hungover this morning, which is probably why I was in bed for so long. And I was just scrolling on my phone and I saw a picture of shakshuka and I thought, you know what sounds really good? Maybe I'm going to learn how to make shakshuka today. Because I have no plans and I don't have kids and I don't have a husband and I don't have errands to run. I can go to the grocery store and learn how to make shakshuka. So that's on my agenda today. Also on my agenda, probably a rewatch of some Real Housewives of New York. I'm also doing a rewatch of Normal People on Hulu, which is really spicy and I highly recommend. Weirdly, I'm into this documentary on Netflix about blue zone countries. So I've got a pretty stacked day. Anyway, I say all this to say, whenever I'm hard on myself about why I'm not married and I don't have kids, and I should be further along at 29, almost 30. I wouldn't want to do anything else this Saturday. And I know that you can do all these things when you have kids and you're married and I understand, but the effortlessness and ease of my life, just kind of focusing on myself and the shakshuka I want to make or the Beyonce concert I want to go to really pays off when I'm hard on myself for not being where society tells me I should be in life. And that's you. All right. All right. Um, you know, she's trying to be a man and reverse free agent lifestyle herself, but you're dealing with the biological clock and you know, you said in here, you're hard on yourself 
for not being where you think. But of course, man, internet rips her to shreds. Stop coping. Do something about it. <laughs> the manual. All right. Copity cope cope. And she was full of cope. She was coping her ass off. All right. Uh, let's see here. A lot of people ripped her to shred right here. Uh, let's see right here. Uh, let's see going down right here. It says that sh- this is a woman right here. Mrs. Chadra, an Indian woman, says that Shaq Shuka better keep you warm at night and give her a legacy she could be proud of on her deathbed. Of course, you're going to die alone. All <laughs> right. That Shaq Shuka and them Beyonce tickets can't keep you warm at night at all. Wrap you in. Yeah. My warm embrace. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Yeah. She was up in here coping right here. It says right here, married women with children are not jealous. Here it is. Oh, you guys can't see it. Married women with children are not jealous of her life. I can guarantee that. All right. So uh, men and women alike are going in on her. And, of course, the the right wing uh, conservatives got a hold of this, too. All right. You could have kids and still learn how to cook new foods. All right, here we go right here. They are there going in. That lady doth protest too much, methinks, William Shakespeare. Cope, cope, cope. Beyonce tickets. You see they going in on her. They laying the wood. <laughs> they, way, they laying the wood on her, man. They not letting her get away with that. They lot, and so this is toxic femininity, right? We We know she feels bad. For her position, but what she trying to do is act. Oh no, I got Beyonce and Shakshuka in the Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> Shakshuka, what the hell is Shakshuka? This must be New York shit. All right, I ain't even know what Shakshuka is. All right, let's get to these super chats. I appreciate y'all, man. That's this was a great show. All right, great show. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the support, man. I appreciate y'all. All right, what are we doing here? We got C3 Augustus. I got you. Mr. Albert says, I don't something YouTube. I think you meant I don't think YouTube guys or young guys. I don't think young guys realize how good they have it. In the 90s, we were surrounded by blue pillars. We had no red pill info. We had no YouTube. In fact, we did not. Uh, Yeah, man. Young guys, please don't, don't take the red pill space, if you will, for granted. All right. A lot of young guys don't understand. We had no guidance. We, had, we were surrounded by boomer simps. We were surrounded by R&B music. We were surrounded by our single mothers and her goofy-ass church friends. We were surrounded by, we could not say any of these things in the 1990s. Like, y'all got it good. We did not have the microphone. We had women that were hopped up on affirmative action feminism and Oprah and, 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 um, and, and, and movies that you know who, who people produce. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Yep. Norman Lear and Steven Spielberg. We had them completely indoctrinated ass dinosaurs. We were, it was a wrap. We couldn't, we had simps. That'll be the first one to step up in the barbershop to try to shut us up. Man, we couldn't say any of this stuff back in the 90s. All right. Uh, or we'd have to go full NWA. Mystical says, Mystical Free Agent Lifestyle says, integrity and hard, smart work are two ways to better life. The moment I was honest to myself about my addictions and circumstances was the moment my life changed. Concussion shifts. Is it concussion shifts happen instantly? Yes, you guys got to get rid of, guys, get, get rid of toxic stuff. 
and your life's going to change. JC says, I think his chest came off with his T-shirt. Johnny Hope, thanks for all that you do, coach. All I got to say is you the realest. Indeed. Thank you. And we also only had game ninjas. All right, we only had game ninjas. But by the way, game was game you needed game back in the day. All right, we had wannabe players in Max. All right, guys, those guys, man, that, you know, we had those guys as the opposite. We had no happy medium. You either were a simp or a, a Mac <laughs> or a wannabe Mac, a wannabe player. You either were a player or a player hater. Like, we had no strength in the middle. Anyway. Thriller says, Coach, this ninja be starving. Buzzer, buzzer please. Which one? We show, yeah, we had a lot of ninja starving today. John Angelo, CGA. He says, good morning, CGA. Caught up on some of the replays. The sad piano cracks me up. Shout out to you. Lord Jefferson says, White Walkers going beyond the wall. White Walkers. Is that what it means? YouTube guy, sorry, Coach. But Brick Girl is thick. Give me the clown music. I'll give you the buzzer. She is not thick. That girl is fat. All right, in my opinion, the brick girl is fat. All right, that is not thick. Now, she does have a big, gigantic booty. I will tell you that. I mean, but listen, look, to each their own. All right, let me see here. Let me take a quick look. Let me take a quick look. All right, there she is right there. I mean, I guess she does have a good hip-to-waist ratio. I, I will take it back. She's not fat. I want to see her gut. I want to see her gut. She does have a big butt. I mean, her butt is humongous. But taking a look, nah, she fat. She fat. This is this is a fat person. <laughs> like her butt is um amazingly big though. I mean that is a big butt. Like look at the hip. Look at that. That is um that is humongous. Just from the side view. Look at the side view. This view right here is that is a huge. Wait, y'all can't see it. Let me scroll up. That is huge. From this side right here to that, yeah, that is an ass. But that ass probably, that, that's a stanky booty right there. Stanky booty. That's a ghetto booty. All right, that's similar to this one right here. All right, uh, let me see where it is. Oh, sorry about the volume there. Let me turn that down. Like, I get it, man. I know that we got a lot of booty guys here. But <laughs> that is unbelievable. Like, How's that even possible? What would you have to do to get a booty like that? Like that is. Guys, just for all intents and purposes, this is fat. All right. I'm just listen, not saying she's not. It's not, and let me hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Let me let me just explain something to you guys. When you say a person's fat. It doesn't mean they're not sexy. It doesn't mean they're not attractive. So let's just put things in perspective. Fat does not indicate lack of sex appeal. Fat does not indicate that the person's ugly. Fat does not indicate that a man will not sleep with the woman. You understand? Now, same could be said. Let me, let me show you an example. Same could be said if a person's skinny. Oh, she's skinny. That doesn't mean she's sexy. It doesn't mean she's attractive. And it doesn't mean she has sex appeal. It doesn't. I'll show you an example. So if I say she's fat, it doesn't mean she doesn't have appeal. Doesn't mean she can't get these, get these inches and catch these hands. But the truth is, she fat. 
I mean, <laughs> look. And it doesn't mean she's not sexy. Let me let me show you. Let me show you an example. Skinny does not imply attractive. Skinny does not imply that she's higher tier. Skinny does not apply to that. Let me give you an example right here. This is an example of a skinny, thin woman. For all intents and purposes, she's white, she's tall, she's thin, and she has blonde or strawberry blonde hair. Everybody be like, oh, she's skinny. Doesn't mean she's attractive. Let me show you as she stands up. Here you go, right here. <laughs> right there, look, look. Right there. Okay, so she's not fat, but does that mean she's sexy? Does that mean she's attractive? Does that mean she, listen, does that mean she has sex appeal? You know, you guys got to just take, take things as I say them. Fat does not imply, fat does not imply unattractive. Skinny does not apply, imply attractive. So this woman's skinny, but she's damn, what's wrong with her? Like, wow. You understand what I'm saying? So fat is fat, but that doesn't mean fat doesn't mean not sexy. The, the other girl seems to be, she has sex appeal. She has confidence, but she's still fat. <laughs> this is what it is. All right, come on, man. Let's put things in perspective. Don't just say this makes them this. No. All right, anyway, we're just teaching here. JC says, coach, energy is more important than booty and water. Facts. Facts. He also says, pretty sure DM girl has $3.85 left on her rush card. Indeed. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. All right. Uh, Catfish says, dang, I missed the whole effing show replay later. All right, we're going to catch up on all of these. Kettle Black says, how long do you think it will be uh, before son husbands are showing up publicly in other communities in the U.S.? Well, right here. All right, the more divorce happens, the more son husbands there'll be. All right, showing you right here. All right, so divorce, the divorce that affects the black community is affecting the suburbs as well. And suburbs have higher divorce rates than you know. But there's your answer right there. There's your answer right there. All right. Uh, when 304s keep getting wifed. Todd says the Master Splinter just described an alcohol addicted, depressed person with no direction in life, getting drunk and hungover and watching mindless sitcoms all day. It's a pathetic person, not a happy one. Facts. Facts. Henry Brazilian, no way I get married if I knew all of this RP marriage knowledge 10 years ago. I am delivered. From the red, from the blue pill, I ain't no normie no more. Don G says, oh, look at my African-American out here. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? He says, are you the greatest? He says, excellent show. Indeed, it's the best entertainment show on YouTube. Appreciate you. JC, I don't think my meat to her cheek ratio matches up. I'm going to just let you know right now. It's going to be difficult to take her down. All right. I'm going to need some. Never mind. All right. Pause. We got our man fresh. No, free Stewart. Free Stewart. Nothing good comes out of the sisterhood. They're, they're damaged. Um, and ladies, if you want to correct this, you got to leave the community. All right. One of the reasons I don't. I, I'm, I'm saying this nicely. One of the reasons that prevents me from associating with 
some black women is that they're too closely associated with ignorance. I'll explain. I call it they are three degrees separated from Pookie. They're three degrees separated from Pookie. Like the likelihood that I'll get with this woman and move her out to the desert storm, Pookie is just too close to her. Like there's a Pookie that could be at my front door within hours just on some ignorant shit, just on some her being open to her mouth, like just for her being loose-lipped, just for her, you know, me, we getting to a misunderstanding and then Pookie's at my door. I'll give you, I'll give you another example. There was a guy recently, a football player. I can't remember his name, but he played for Florida State. He had a cup of coffee in the NFL, and then he went to the Canadian Football League. He got into a disruption. He seems to be a higher tier man. He's not a low guy. And he had a pookie girlfriend that he messed with. And she sent four pookies to his door. And he had to skitter up, pop, pop, pop. Two of them. And killed two. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? She had a bad day and sent four pookies to the door. I did a stream on this. What's his name? Rudolph. Travis Rudolph. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So, Pookies could be ex-boyfriend, homie that she went to school with, cousin, brother. Her brother got Pookie ninjas. There's just too many Pookies that she got access to. Former boyfriends, ex-husbands. I just cannot expose myself to the Pookies. And not only that, there's too many ignorant women that she hangs out with. And it's not just ignorant women that are her friends, her cousins, her sisters, her nieces, her grandmama, her mama could be on some ignorant shit. The likelihood increases significantly. So I'm just like, nah, you got two to three degrees separation from Pookie and I ain't with it. That, that's an extreme gamble because she could have a crackhead sister and shit. And she down on her luck. And then while I ain't home, she invite her over to eat. And then she all running through my shit. And then I come home. Hey, what, what, what's going on? Why you invited? This is my sister. This blood. No, 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 no. This ain't no blood. No, no, no. We taking you out of the community. We're not bringing the community here. In fact, I don't know how she got through the gate. I don't know why the guard let her through the gate. The guard has explicit instructions. If these people look like this, do not let them through the gate. You got too much closeness to pookie shit. Or where I live, you got to go get your hair done, go get your rib tips. You got to go get your fingernails done all down there in the hood, hanging out, uh, drinking mimosas at the hood spot. Hell no. Y'all ain't dragging y'all asses back here drunk off mimosas on Sunday while I'm trying to watch the football game. Coworkers too. Yeah, no, 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 Dude, you got too many access to ignorance. Ignorance. You got to cut off all ignorance if you a sister, right? <laughs> you got to cut off. Hey, I'm going to bring you from Inglewood. You're going to come from Inglewood. You coming up, all right? In order for you to be with me, cut off all people. You cutting off all ties. Delete your Facebook. <laughs> 
Nah, you got too many ignorance and that. Nah, 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 nah. Too many, too many, too many, too much bullshit. That's why I got to get you young. You know what I mean? Because if I get her at 35, she got just, she one degree separated from Pookie. She got to go get her chicken. She got to go get her, her jerk chicken Jamaican dish in the styrofoam. Nah, 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 nah. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I worked too hard for all that BS. You ain't about to come mess my shit up because you had a bad day. You was in a bad mood. Look, 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 look. Look, I worked hard all my life in order for this woman to get triggered one day. Watch this. Look. She gets triggered one day. She in a bad mood. She wakes up on the wrong side of the bed and she started talking like this. Respect my elders and the elderly, but I do not allow them to just disrespect me. If you come out the side of your neck, I'm going to come out the crack of my ass and I'm going to. No, no, no. Stay down there. Stay, stay down there. Stay where you at. She'll have that ninja pookie smashing in my marital bed. No, hell no. No. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. That's just me. Yep. And then if I do that, yep, you controlling. No, 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 no. You getting rid of all of your people. You getting rid of everybody. No, you getting up. You starting the whole life over. You start your whole life over. Where we at? Kevin G says, join the money mindset on Friday. Absolute gold. It's at bargain basement prices right now. It's at bargain basement prices. For what you're getting, the value is cheap, cheap money. Shout out to Mark. Thank you, brother. Mark the Spark. You got PJ Throwaway in here. He says, I ain't seen Uncle Earl in a while. He says, play it when you got a minute and an opportunity. Well, I haven't loaded them up. Maybe this weekend. I got money. I'm loading all my stuff up this weekend. All right. Uh, let me see if I can get this girl right here. All right. All right. Let me see if I can get PayPal and Venmo. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. <laughs> you start your whole life over. Your whole life. Let me see if what I got here. Okay. Okay. Am I that far behind? Tree, Trinicia says, does it make it better? Does it make me a better woman to be honest and tell a man I'm about transaction over uh, transacting our meats or go along with the romance and love fantasies? Even Nelly in the song Pimp Juice said women run more game than men. I agree that women have way more game than men because game recognizes game. In order for the woman to recognize it, she has to have game, meaning she has to understand what, what it is you're doing, right? So people have to say it. game, recognize game. Now, here's the thing. I think women should be honest about what they want because um, I've been in a situation where a woman tried to make this about romance and fantasy only for me to waste a couple of months and then break up with the woman. And she was like, well, you're, you're just a good lay anyway. Why don't we just keep it like that? Which assinuated that's what she wanted. And she was playing along with me trying to catch feelings. So she just wanted to screw anyway. And to be honest, if we would have just kept it like that, everything probably would have been good. But because she was trying to think that this was something better, more than that, when she just wanted to keep me in a rotation, I would have been fine with that. Most men would be fine with that. Now, you're going to be treated like a skeezer. The thing is, you can't turn that over later on. So this is what you do have to understand. You can then make that a different relationship later. Just as you can't make the romance just sex anymore, you also can't make a sexual relationship into a romantic relationship. Can't do it. Just stay there and be the schizoid. That's what you're going to be. Now, when I start hitting that bottom, Trinicia, when I start hitting that bottom and your legs start quivering and you like, like, maybe I'll hold on to this one. Nope. Nope. 
You can't hold on to this. You still just going to be a skeezoid to me. All right, shout out to the skeezoids. We love skeezers, by the way. What that mean? All right, we love them. Macaroni Tony, ninjas tried to bag lady their way to success. While that's deep, that's why I dig it when you're freestyling on the mic. Thank you. The best part of the show is the freestyle part. All right, Kevin Sullivan says, so what's up, coach? Last night's stream was an eye-opener. It's been five days since I smoked my last Bleasy. He says, I realized I've been abusing it and had to get better. Shout out to the Train Yang gang in the building. Train Yang. Macaroni Tony, back in the club days, I had two random compliments, two randoms compliment me on my gains. Said they watch me in the gym all the time, shaking my head. I just hit them with the right arm, bro, and found a straggle that night. Mostly men. Tranesia says, in my experience, it seems the happiest marriages have a home gym in the house can you confirm with your expertise in fitness that exercise increases libido? In fact, it does. I know a couple right now, they live not too far away from me. He's got like this blonde bombshell wife. Like she, she like built, I think she does fitness competitions. And she like, you know, she probably has implants every time I see her. Like she muscular built, she got the legs and everything. And um, he also work out together. Like they almost without fail work out the same time of the night, of the evening. All right, and they have their home gym in their garage so I can see them working out, and they're cool people, right? Now, exercise, families that work out together are most likely going to stay together. So it works the opposite. If one person's working out and one person's not, good luck. Okay. Now, men, increasing your testosterone can be done naturally. Squats, activating the testes, deadlifts. All right, these things are going to probably... Um, Activate the testes and produce more testosterone, especially as you gain in age. So don't skip leg day. Don't skip leg day. And it increases your libido for sure. All right. Um, you know, when I was working out like crazy, I was super horny. <laughs> right? I was horny as fuck. I wanted to smash everything. Everything. All right. And then also you're in the gym where, remember, gymnasium implies nude, implies nudity. Thus, a lot of things that you do workout has a lot of uh, parallels to sex. A lot of things that you do workout-wise have a lot of parallels to sex. Sweat, moaning, grunting, also uh, the, the hip thrusting, hip thrusting. You're probably going to have less clothes on. Sweating, flush face. If you're white, you're going to be blushing. Okay, a lot of them have a lot of, uh, a lot of similarities to sex. This is why sex in, in Olympic sports and nudity went together for the Greeks. It was all together. So you guys got to understand that, that in America, we separate the two. Well, you shouldn't be horny if we're at the gym. Oh, no, no, no. Gymnasium implies nudity. The definition of gymnasium is a place for nudes. Let me see here. I always get it wrong, but I studied this in college. Gymnasium. And the reason why we get confused and shit is because we're doing the act, but we don't understand that the act is a sexual act. It's very, it's very a sexual act. And when you accept this, you can actually see why people respond a certain way. It says gymnos means nude or naked. Uh, you'll see women do hip thrust. A lot of the areas that they work on are to make certain areas of their body more attractive to a mate. Uh, right here. Gymnos implies means nude or naked. So as you get in the gym, we start to get more naked. It is what it is. 
gymnasiums, a training facility, it also means a place for socializing and engaging in intellectual pursuits. The name comes from the ancient Greek term gymnos, meaning naked or nude. Only adult male citizens were allowed to use the gymnasia, which the ancient Greeks sometimes were freaks. Yep, the adductor machine. I mean, there's a lot of parallels, but unfortunately, we try to use logic to separate the two. Men tend to use and work on their upper body. That is more attractive to women. Men who have tapered, tapered waist, wide lats, broad shoulders. This does attract mates. Uh, women running, booty jiggling, in tight clothes, short shorts. This is all sexual. These are all sexual acts to a certain extent. Yep, the Olympics used to be performed in the nude. The ancient Olympics used to be performed in the nude because they wanted to appreciate the entire body, the entire work. All right, it wasn't just about what you could cover up. It's what you can expose. So anyway, it is what it is. But a lot of people want to separate the two and act like, oh, well, there's a moral and a religious and a logical. Nah, ninja. All right. Get your sex on. When you're thinking about in the gym, get your, think about your sex. Get your sex on. Anyway. Oh, by the way, if you and I've been to Rome. If you go to these places, a lot of them, a lot of people were, um, a lot of people were sculpted for nudity. No. We're, we're a Puritan world. We, we live in a Puritan society. So you guys got to understand, it's not a Christian world, but we were raised to repress sexual thought. We were raised to think sexual thought was indecent. That's our entire American heritage. So much so that the natives that were here, the black and native Americans that were here, were often coming from civilizations where they didn't cover up or they covered up very little. And they were seen as heathens and evil. And we actually worked, we as an American culture, actually worked to, to counter that, right? So now we live in a Puritan society where... And as of late, we're less Puritan, but we have up until the 1980s or 90s, we were supposed to be, oh, no, we can just disconnect sex from reality. And we actually have, it's actually worked against us. It's actually worked against us. So we have to find a healthy balance, a healthy balance. Yeah, they were seen as savages because they were in the nude or just covering up with the leaf or any of that. Many of the statues in Rome, the the popes later covered up these private parts with leaves um, to hide the sexuality. And that was later after the sculptures were already created. So if you go there now, you'll see them covered up. That was because the papal um, and the religious, the Catholics, covered them up. They weren't covered up when they were created. Uh, anyway, clothes equals class. There you go. But the original statement was, does fitness increase libido? The answer is yes. Now, if you abuse supplements and steroids, it might have an alternative effect. But uh, everybody get healthy. We're approaching another four-hour stream. Jesus. No government name, my bad coach. She says, I thought she said that was her daughter. Okay. And he says, uh, but still, the car sales management gump wifing up a single mother instead of being at the JUCO. Wow, it's terrible. Create your lifestyle for life. Like, why would you? Let's catch up on the PayPals. Catch up on the PayPals. All right, uh, let's see here. JC says, I don't think my, okay. He says, kick in the dough, waving the fofo. All I heard 
is that I ain't red pill no more. Where we at here? We got PayPal's and then we got we got wrap it up, right? And if you let me know where I lied, let me know. All right, let me go back in reverse. It says, uh, Dr. Miles Monroe, this is from Isaac, says, said that the divorce is worse than death. I agree. When someone dies, you don't see them anymore. I work for an asset finance company owned by Kanye West people, and he says, and they are fleecing companies with 29.9% interest rate. In fact, if you do, I, I, I showed a study of elementary school teachers saying that, that kids that experience death they actually recover more than the kids that experience divorce. I've also equated death to the divorce of your family line and lineage. All right. So a lot of times we experience the trauma of death during the divorce. Many times women get a little more sympathy about this, but men are supposed to just pick another one, get over it, pay the child support, see your kids later, just pay your men are not given the benefit of the doubt of the impact of divorce. And so even when they'll say, let, let me give you an example. If a man complains about the divorce, what do they say? You bitter and hurt. See? And it's literally a death. All right. I showed that data before that, that school teachers have found that kids that experience divorce recover uh, slower than kids that experience the death of an extended family member. Right? You, you, it's the death of your family timeline. Like you were going to be together forever and playing your kids out, your grandkids, your family tree. Now that dies. And sometimes if someone remarries, they created another life tree and yours died. Yours died. Right. So now the stepfather and them create children and that family tree goes along. And sometimes the woman brings your kids into that family tree. All right. Das Toka says, I can't lie. I kind of don't want to go out. Because there's too many Transformers out here. Damn, where you live at? San Francisco? I don't see that many Transformers out here. Definitely not ones that are trying to get picked up. But no government name says, I think that not wanting a family nor a relationship isn't toxic. There are plenty of people I know who are single and child-free, both men and women. It's not toxic. You just got to make sure to cope is on point. I understand that. Das Tokens comes back. Uh, he says, we need a stream for specifically defining all forms of toxic femininity. All right. All right. We got, I think, two more. Yeah. Kaylin says, even when it comes to what women treasure the most, which are their children, women wouldn't even have kids without men. Just because they carry a child for nine months doesn't mean that they have to do be so self-serving when it comes to their attitude, they have no problem putting men on child support. So why are they so entitled? That's what I'm talking about. It's your kid only when it's time to pay the bill. It's her kid every other moment after that. Kevin G, toxic femininity at its finest. Did, the, did that first check switch races too? Or I think you meant cheek, chick. Did that first chick switch races too? She went from a flat back to her gordita. <laughs> well, she was probably Latina. All right. Um, can I say this on the internet? Can I say this on the internet? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Are you ready? I know this is going to sound some, this is going to sound like some metaphile stuff. But sometimes you got to get your Latinas early. You got to pick them off the vine early. Let me just say it like that. 
Now, stay within your legalities. I'm not trying to be racist. But when it comes to Latinos, you got to get them early off the vine. You cannot pick off the vine late. You know what I mean? I, if you see what I mean, if you're picking up what I'm putting down, do you know what I mean? I'm not trying to do no illegal shit. I'm just saying you got to get your Latinas early. You cannot pick them up later on like they got their shelf life is short. But maintain legalities, <laughs> right? Uh, but you cannot pick their asses up late off the vine. They be... <laughs> right? They shelf life is mad short. and But the problem is they develop early they develop early so they have the reverse wall which i have to say their development starts earlier right they start getting more attached earlier they start getting boy crazy earlier they can start having baby earlier culturally they start having babies earlier like recent culture don't use recent culture to judge they be starting off early 13 14 all right they start they be look i'm just saying I'm not trying to tell y'all to do something illegal. I'm just saying they tend to be ready earlier off the. <laughs> just try to, I'm trying to hope, you know what I mean? And their diet and nutrition doesn't help because they be eating, uh, they be eating straight carbs. No, le the only lettuce, they, the only veggies they be eating is uh, chilies and lettuce. So you're going to get the carbo load and the shit going to be, it's going to be a mess. All right, it's going to be a whole mess. But people didn't knew this for a long time. I mean, that shit is not a surprise. So in my opinion, this is probably a Latina chick. She looks like a flatback blonde, but this is probably a Latina. All right, so they be starting early. This is just a general. I'm being in general. Right, I'm being general here. It looks like a white girl, but it's probably a Latina. Tortillas and beans. So you got to... You got to you got to kind of get them, you got to kind of identify them early. You got to be like, all right, let me see when I can. You wait too long, Ninja, way over. All right, anyway, let me stop. Hey, man, listen. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. All right, Um. anyway, I think I got everybody, and we're right at the four-hour mark. This is nuts. I can't believe I'll be doing four-hour shows. Just so you know, I know you're like, these shows are too long. I can't even believe I'm doing four-hour shows. Like, I don't, I don't even, the time flies by. That means I'm enjoying what I'm doing, and I enjoy the support. I enjoy that you guys are engaging in these shows, and some of you guys are learning. But it's, it's mind-boggling that I am doing four-hour shows. And here's the crazy part of it. We still have almost 2,000 people in here watching the show, which makes me believe y'all want more, <laughs> right? All right, what person stops the show with all these people here? We could go on for hours, and we could still have this amount of audience here. It is mind-boggling, but I appreciate the position that you've allowed me to be in your life and the position you put me in. It means everything to me. Shout out to the Coach Gang, and we out of here. Peace.